Welcome to another edition of Mass Match and Ma'am. I am your host, the Outlaw LA Red. You can find me on Twitter at JustinHarvey75. You can find the entire show on Twitter at MMMShow75. And I am joined today by... Hmm, who am I joined here by today? I'm joined by Meatloaf. What's up, Meatloaf? Hello. It's it's remotely early for a change. For you, yeah. The, this Sunday afternoon yeah. thing is a whole different uh, swing, a whole different vibe. We we're going to do Friday, but it was just going to be me and Casey, so we figured we'd wait all the way till Sunday just for you, Meatloaf. Can you even hear me? Hey, who's yeah, that? You're live. You're still there. Hey, who's that other guy? Where is Casey? Oh, Casey's not here right now, Justin. Oh, shit. That voice sounds familiar. It's Mama Mankind from the MMM show. Hey, how's it going there, Mankind? Mankind? Mama Mankind, here to sell you some Mama merch. And to tell you all to have a nice day. That is an amazing mask. Can I buy the mask? You can from trickortreatstudios.com. But that isn't that's neither here nor there, Justin. You see, we have some new shirts for the MMM show. And I'm so excited. What do we have? What kind of shirts we got? Well, first we have an old shirt which is the Where's Casey shirt, which a lot of you are probably asking right now. But we also have two new shirts available from our Twitter, and we're going to put a code in the chat telling you where you can put in a special discount code. Right, Justin? That will be coming up very, very shortly in the chat only. Um so you have to wait for a few minutes, but it'll be in the chat if you want the special discount on our new shirts. Don't let me forget. <clears throat> and if I could be serious for a moment, I would like to talk about the other shirts that we have available, which are brand new in the MMM Show store. You see, we have one shirt that is our friend Jim, who cannot be with us because he's in hiding after releasing the worst movie ever made this weekend. And uh, You talking about that Avengers piece of crap? absolute garbage don't don't ever see it no I, actually i love the movie but uh that's neither here nor there we have spoiler a- alert thanos is a racist we're on that later go ahead god damn anyway anyway what as i was saying uh there is if you watched our show a, a week or two ago you saw justin dressed up as jimsuke natamura well you can get a jimsuke natamura t-shirt you can wear it. You can buy it. It'll make your titties look voluptuous. I promise. And also, but m- most importantly, uh, we have a shirt paying tribute to our designer, Charlie, that designs all the MMM show shirts, except for the Jim Skate one. We gave him the day off on that one. Some Ham and Egger did it instead. But uh, some foreigner, some yeah, dirty foreigner. We outsourced it. it. We, we love him so much. We outsourced his work to a foreign country. But but we have a shirt paying tribute to him and his legendarily large testicles. It's got kind of like a nut sack on it. And it says MMM show. Justin says it's a flat tire. But the best thing about it's a, shirt, it's a flat tire, Casey. Dude, it looks like a bulbous set of testicles inside of a scrotum. Well, and Charlie, best- Charlie does have giant balls. See, and the best thing about that shirt is when you buy it, 
it can mean whatever you want as long as you buy the shirt. So well, buy the, the shirt. The real story about it is he's got a quitter set of fucking lungs and uh, he had a collapsed lung. Like so the sick. shirt is totally making fun of him, but he's made fun of millions of people himself through all of his various works in life. So um, we don't feel bad. I think he's got a good sense of humor about it. Uh, it's not some kind of GoFundMe campaign. It's not going to any medical bills or anything. He fucking lived. So now we have to ridicule him and his bitch lungs for the rest of his life. Hey, hey, Sid punctured his lung too. He doesn't have Sid has bitch nothing. You know, maybe a bitch leg, but bitch nothing else. Well, Charlie's a tough camper. I mean, he walked around on the collapsed lung for like three days before he was finally like, I don't know, maybe I should go to the hospital now. Man. <laughs> I, th I think when the breaths became this big, he finally decided to fucking go in. And then they were immediately like, Yeah, you have all sorts of uh whatever nobules or whatever they called the fucking things in his lungs and your shit's completely collapsed he was about to get on an airplane and go fly for his Ooh. job somewhere mm. pretty much would have died instantaneously um Dear. but yeah so he had he had the surgery a while back and uh i said i was gonna make him the shirt just to fuck with him and the shirt uh <laughs> the shirt has been made it's awesome it's yeah the flat you're welcome casey put it over the goal Woo! It's the flat tire shirt so those uh stand by, keep with us. Then there's a lot going on right now. Believe me, a lot going on. Oh, and also there there's future there's future merch coming up that mankind would like to tell you about, Justin. Oh, there's more merch coming up. What do we got? It's something special to Byron. He couldn't be here right now. So unfortunately, I thought half the reason we didn't do Friday was so Byron could be on the show right now. Didn't Byron pick this fucking time? He did. He did, and he's he not here. But I have hell? a special I have a special friend of his, Justin. Oh, what do you got, mankind? Mr. Pink Socko. Oh dear lord. Have a nice day. Just a penis drawn on it. Inspiring soccer. I believe I've thrown up in my mouth a little bit, and I don't quite I don't know if I can get it back down. I'm trying really hard. So they do sell socks on that site, right, Justin? Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, we could we can make this a real thing. That that was actually uh, so you know so our listeners don't rip on me for owning pink socks. Uh, it's actually a a killer clowns from outer space socks. So it's like the the <laughs> cotton candy people. That's yeah. pretty amazing. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty dope. Uh, my friend Zach got it for me as a gift and I do wear them often. And that's hey, not the first time Zach's given me a pink sock, ladies and gentlemen. Wait, what? What? Don't uh, look, we don't need to Byron. Byron can handle that for you next time. Don't, don't sacrifice yourself like that. Hey, look, after last week's uh, movie of the week was such a success for me personally, Casey, which was uh karate oh, kill. Yeah, dude. Um, Starring uh, Katarina Waters, that was she's in that film, and the other stars and makers of the movie even liked uh, the tweets about your your recommendation. I saw um, a lot, lots of lots of Asian dudes. Yeah, I was the well, it was the director and the star of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Those two uh, retweeted it, and and were were very happy that we enjoyed it so much. And the movie was absolutely phenomenal. If you haven't uh, witnessed this movie, it's very much like. Trauma meets uh, a Shokasugi ninja movie or something. Yeah, I don't even know how really, else to explain it. <laughs> that's a really apt description, actually. So, yeah, you guys can find it on Amazon Prime. You can watch yeah. it right now. 
And it might even be a little more coherent plot wise than a trauma movie. It's kind of got, you know, like the seventies revenge movie kind of plot going on and actual like good fight scenes too. Yeah. Great fight scenes and some, some cool parkour stuff. And then just really twisted, sick, strange stuff. Uh, yes, there is nudity. No, it is not Katarina. Um, so it's, uh, it's, it's a pretty darn fine film by my standards. It's better than Avengers. Better than Avengers. Avengers is the most I don't understand how Marvel can go from Black Panther which is one of the most uh, socially uplifting films uh, to come out in a long time and really prove that minorities can really break through that glass ceiling and have an impact in Hollywood to this racist awful Avengers movie Justin, Justin, Justin. First of all, <laughs> first of all, how can you say when when the biggest star of the movie is a purple American? It, I, I feel like you're discounting purple American cinema. Next, you're gonna say, you know, Who, I mean, Ron Perlman. Oh, I I wish I wish it was the dude from fucking Pawn Stars, bro. It was it was you know it was Rick Harrison. Oh God, he, he, he looks like an old luchador with all the uh, blading. Yeah, like Viano three. Yeah, yeah. I did. I did. Uh, spoiler alert: the my favorite part of the movie was um, Peter Quill basically saying that Thanos's chin looked like a nutsack. Uh, my favorite part of the movie was all the crying children coming out of it. Dear Lord, there's like a, a oh shit a brigade of they ambulances. Me. Sorry, Justin, I gave him your flash drive. Um, oh. Eey, that, oh, that would not be a good look for me. For me to recommend some more movies to people, right? So my, that was what I was getting to. So other than this Avengers thing that you don't need to recommend because apparently two hundred fifty million dollars worth of people have seen it already. Congratulations to Jim who can't be with us. And it wasn't even released in China, which is oh wow. ridiculous. It's already yeah. what number what, number two and heading toward no number is it number one? I have to look. And we uh, won't give you any spoilers because Thanos demands silence, but I enjoyed it. Just I, might, I might actually give some spoilers later in the show, but I will warn you with plenty of time to mute and how far to fast forward because I, there's, there's something I need to get off my chest about that damn racist movie. Oh, Jesus. Um, I'm checking to see if something's on Amazon Prime for people right now. Okay. That's a good thing to do. I appreciate that thing. That thing you do. Uh, I'm looking yes, to see what the numbers were on uh, Black Panther. Oh no, no Infinity War here. Yes, yeah, sorry, I got Marvel. You still need to watch Tears of the Black Tiger. Tears of the Black Tiger. That doesn't sound racist. Hey, Black yeah, Tiger was fucking Eddie Guerrero, man. You gotta, you gotta love the Black Tiger. Maybe All a little right. less when it was Rocky Romero and. Yeah, maybe a little more when it was Rollerball Rocco. I don't know. Like he's so. Uh, Variety has the projected opening at two hundred fifty million in four thousand four hundred seventy four theaters, um, which would surpass Star Wars: The Force Awakens for the biggest domestic regular opening weekend of all time. Yeah, that's so, a terrible. Force Awakens started with uh, two hundred forty eight million, so the margins are slim. Um, I love but it. now keep in mind too, the movie costs like three hundred million dollars to make, so they haven't paid Jim yet. <laughs> Motherfucker! 
that's actually that's actually where he is right now. He's, um, he's trying to get his check. Like, look, no, guys, he's selling one of his kidneys right now. Unfortunately, what's that, Meef? Selling tickets to the cinema on the street. He probably Scouting. is. Me and Jim went to uh, a taping of The Contender last night. How oh, so uh, we can show up to that shit? Well, I've been to the first two tapings, and uh, I'm not going to make all of them like Lucha Underground or anything, but wow. They got a show, man. They got a show. That's all I can say is like, I think um, if you guys don't know, Eric Van Wagnen, the, the executive producer, showrunner over at Lucha Underground, um, does a lot of work for Mark Burnett. Um, he did Celebrity Apprentice and he's done The Contender in the past. Now he is um, shepherding the new season of The Contender, which will be on Epics, the pay platform Epics. And um, it's amazing. It's amazing. They got Andre Ward involved. Freddie Roach is there. Brother Nassim is uh, there. They got some some heavy hitters in there. Um, and holy smokes, these fights are good, people. I don't know what all the backstage drama going into them is, but it looked like there was a lot of stuff leading up to both of the first two fights. And the first two fights were both completely different, but both barn burners in their own right for completely separate reasons. Um and just in the two episodes I've seen them tape so far, I can say that it absolutely offers all boxing fans something that they'll want to see. So I don't know if you got epics or not, but you're going to be hating yourself if you're a boxing fan or any kind of combat sports fan and you miss out. It's good shit. Oh, wow. Mr. Krabs wants to know if Byron's not here because he's depressed that the Ducks got swept. Yes. Oh, I yes. think he is. Um. Okay, so so my recommendation, right? Is that what you were banning? Yeah, what's your, what's your movie of the week? Give me something good, brother. Okay, this one's fucked up, so don't watch it with your kids in the room or anything, people. Like, Ooh. just watch it by yourself, okay? Uh, I don't know if anyone in the chat has kids, but it's a preemptive strike. Uh, okay, uh, here, I'll, 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 I'll show you. I'll show you. This is available on Amazon Prime. You can't even fucking see how awesome this is because of the... Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to take it out of the plastic. The microwave massacre. The, the microwave massacre. The microwave massacre. Okay. This is on Amazon Prime. And I want everyone to watch it. But, you know, just, just keep in mind, it's not safe for work or kids or anything. Uh, microwave Massacre stars legendary stand-up comedian and actor Jackie Vernon as Donald, a disgruntled construction worker whose wife's predilection for hot cuisine drives him to cannibalism <laughs> there you go there you go um this movie's fucking amazing okay. <laughs> and uh it's it's pretty goddamn tremendous it's one of the most tasteless movies we've ever seen uh, i've ever seen like uh basically fucking you know, Troma would probably, you know, Lloyd Coffin would watch this and say, maybe you guys should pump the brakes a little bit. <laughs> okay, does it have exploding heads? Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it does. Uh, does it have boobies? Yeah, yeah. Double check. Double check. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, it's, it's got, uh, uh, well, do you see any balls? Well, there's this guy that's dressed like a lady that comes in the promotional materials. You can okay. almost see his balls. It might be. It might be. It actually looks like the that that one comedian dude. You know, uh, fuck. I can't think of his name. Grabbed it for life. Trump. 
It looks like a ginger Donald Trump. It does. <laughs> okay, the, the third and most important question, though, Casey, is does it have any ninjas? It doesn't, unfortunately. But so it's one ninja short of a perfect rating so far. <laughs> it is. It is. Okay, here you go. Here's an alternate poster for you with Jackie Vernon and a bunch of severed body parts. Wow. Here's like the artistic cover that Arrow Video put on it. And it, yeah, I mean, this is one that was like legendary in the 80s just based on its box art alone. And uh, which is the first image I showed you and is the image that I think comes up when you search for it on Amazon Prime. Um, but goddamn, this movie, uh, amazing. Five stars. If you liked Karate Kill, you'll love this one, unless you're specifically looking for ninjas and then you're kind of fucked. Okay, so that is a that is a solid pick of the week. I'm definitely going to check it out. Probably give myself nightmares, but I know what I'm going to be watching tonight. I, I I took your faith. I took it on faith on the last one, and you were absolutely right. I loved it. So we'll do it again. And don't get me wrong. This is a horrible movie, but in the best fucking way possible. Right, right. I think yeah. I, we understand, and we understand what you're going for. We're not we're not trying to watch Goodwill Hunting here or something. We're not we're not going for awards. Let's see. Karate Kill, legitimately awesome in every way. Um, oh, I, I also I also feel like, you know, as I was putting that away, I just found something very, very important uh, that I picked up at Monster Palooza. I'm very scared about what those one wrestling is. You probably should be. I, 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 when Casey turns off his camera and then starts crunching things, I get frightened. I, I now proudly own my my very own Simon Phoenix Wesley Snipes action figure. It's oh my god! MDK Simon Phoenix. Fucking Simon says bleed. Look at that. Thanos hates him. He he clearly belonged to a child because he's all fucked up and the paint's all rubbed off. So I'm gonna have to repaint him. But you know what Thanos would do with him, right? Dude, he would fucking run, run away, crying <laughs> from sleep. Blade himself, the fucking Daywalker. You, you don't you don't fuck with Blade, okay? You can fuck with like the Hulk, but you can't fuck with Blade. Come on. Well, that is pretty sweet. He's just I got him for three dollars, Justin. Do you have a Sandra Bullock from that movie too? They never made Sandra Bullock. In fact, oh. all of those all of the Demolition Man figures that they made, they only made male characters because a they had weird issues with selling female characters, but B they're all repainted figures from the new adventures of He-Man when they decided to bring He-Man into. Well, that would have been perfect for her because I mean she actually had to have her pants poured on her with paint in that movie anyway. Yeah, but they didn't have like a Tila in that line, so she's fucked. It was uh -oh. all dudes. Boo. So uh, yeah, so Stallone his figures are literally He-Man with a re with like a modifying Stallone face and Simon Phoenix. He's uh he's like a couple different characters because there's two different Simon Phoenix characters. Uh, I think there's one with his orange clothes too. But uh, yeah, Demolition Man, great movie. If you read the original script, Simon Phoenix isn't even in it. It's amazing. The bad guy is Dennis Leary's character. It's crazy. Wow, which yeah. makes sense. Uh, I you know I used to work in the script library in CSUN where we would have you know scripts from a whole bunch of movies that students can check out and stuff like that. So I was a script library in there, and uh, Demolition Man was one of them. So I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm reading this right now. And I'm like, where the fuck is Wesley Snipes? That's the reason I picked up the script to begin with. It's like, man, it's a really weird old version because we would get stuff that you know a teacher might have worked on it 
for one draft and donated that to us. You know, like that's kind of cool. Yeah. I need to read some more scripts just to get myself refreshed. Oh, dude, I have some some scripts for you to read, man. Like the Elm Street three draft that Craven wrote. That's all different. That Ooh. fucking Freddy's telling Kincaid's gonna butt fuck him and shit. It's it's crazy. Okay. Uh, I'll read that. There's <laughs> uh. Commando script is great. I mean, it's pretty. It's pretty fucking tied into the movie. It's pretty, pretty much a final script. But uh, it's Commando. Where can you go wrong? Um, all of Kevin Smith's scripts are great reads, uh, except for maybe Jersey Girl. Uh, oh, hey Rebecca, this is this is the official uh, L.A. Red hat. This is the one. I haven't worn it on the show in a while, but this is the this is supposed to be the approved normal attire of the show. So, shout out to Rebecca for noticing the OG LA Red hat here. Yeah, he he buys it where all the blood shop. And she says hi to you, Meef, and hello to everyone else who's in there. Who we got? Zeus. Uh, yeah, I know Chris in there. Paul's in here. Paul, what's up, Paulie? All right, so. Here's the real question. So much has happened, guys. So so much has happened in the last week. I'm not going to oh, harp on everything. You know what happened, Justin? What didn't happen? Me getting my fucking muscle figures. You didn't get those yet. <laughs> no. And I just want to... All right, wait, before, before you get into that, first of all, before we bury him, I got to say that Kleinrock and Ruben have done an amazing thing here. They, they are intertwined in the whole wrestling business themselves right now you heard us talk last week about conan um but you know ruben is riding around with conan all the time so ruben is right there with him um and if you don't believe me you can go on luchacentral.com and you can see the first episode of riding with ruben or whatever the heck he called it conversations yeah, it's, like, it's like being the elite but with like way more weed middle <laughs> next <laughs> they don't smoke anything on camera it doesn't mean they didn't smoke anything no it's not weed it's iranian oh, in but anyway, yeah, you can check that out. And Conan and him are, are riding around. And um, I think that that dropped the same day a lot of this other stuff happened. But anyway. Which is what uh, what's cool is they got some of this stuff. They got like videos of people getting ready to go out and do all this crazy shit that's happening. Which right. Is awesome. You've got to go to Lucha Central. There's stories up there right now, uh, you know, about Mad that uh, Cult Icon wrote. And I'm going to yeah, talk a lot dude. about that today because I, I don't agree with all of his opinions. I, I, I like his theory that he put forward, but I actually think that um, I think Mad's going to be a step deeper than what he said. And we'll get into that whole thing and how that came about. Yeah, um, they, it's a great magazine. Um, I've already subscribed. I got the cover with Mad. Not that Mad. The oh. other Mad. Wait, uh, Mothers Against Drunk Driving? Right. No, wait, no, not the Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Oh, what are you doing to me, dude? Oh. Uh, the TV show that I went to the taping of and Triple H was the guest host. That no, one also also based on that's also based on the the magazine. Uh, the Kickstarter I backed about the documentary of Mad Magazine oh. creators that I don't seem to ever get my fucking DVD from because they keep dragging their butt like they were muscle figures. Nope. Nope. Masters Association Destruction. Oh, wait, no, 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 that's, wait, wait, that's what this, that's what this stands for? Masters Association Destruction. That's, is, which, which one is this? Is this what Hoovy looks like without his mask? Yes. Cross. Teddy. Teddy. Dude. Well, okay, originally, um, Conan. Sexy star. 
sexy yeah, star out there, which is great because they they upgraded with a much more beautiful woman in Hubertude Guerrera. Uh, but I do. I dude, every woman fancies your boy El Zorro. Dude, fucking Zorro. Okay, this is like a collection of some of my favorite wrestlers. I think dude. that's officially the Zorro, though, right? Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Wouldn't that be what El Zorro means? Wouldn't he be the Zorro? Yeah, as opposed he, to just Zorro. All I know is when he's a heel, the fans chant Zora at him, which kind of means like cheap prostitute, and it's hilarious. But he's a great wrestler, and I've always been a fan of his. And uh, Teddy Hart fucking rules. Hoovy rules. Like, come on. Who doesn't love Hoovy? We've been fans of his since like WCW, man, or right. ECW. Fuck. And one of the greatest wrestlers around, Cross, who's the shit, is going to fucking be the guy that rips people's faces off. And then the other people can do like flips and shit onto the dead people. It'll be amazing. Like, I, I love <laughs> this group because, like, it, you got everything. You got everything you need. You got violence. You got respect and you've got juiciness okay. and that's all that we need we need it, it mad is juicy as fuck right now sirs i'm with you me if i caught that <laughs> all right so listen but my whole point was not even to put over mad yet my whole point was to put over klein rock and ruben before you bury them so luchacentral.com has gotten stories about all this stuff like they had real-time results going for triple a when Matt debuted, they had uh, real-time results going of impact. If you weren't watching that on pay-per-view MLW, um, everything going on in CMLL, everything that's going on in Lucha Libre in general. Yeah. And um, the mad stuff I was talking about was there right before they went out to see everyone in AAA. They're like talking to Teddy before he went out wearing a fucking elite shirt. Like what the fuck, dude? I want to talk about shirt. Swerve city, dude. I want a shirt from the elite and, uh, I, I don't think I'm the only one that said that. I think Cubs fan said he'd buy it off of him right now if he had the chance. But uh, well, a lot of people were trying to figure out where Conan got his Psycho Clown shirt that you see him wearing in the uh, Impact taping. It's actually a pretty dope shirt. Yeah, that shirt's awesome. But you know what other shirt is awesome is the Mad shirt, and I want it. And I hope it doesn't take as long to get to me as the muscle figures. Get that. Shirt. So what happened with your muscle figures? I thought we I were going to review them on the show today. Yeah, I would have if I got them as fast as fucking Paul in the chat got them. But I don't live in San Diego. Paul, did you you got yours already? Are they yeah, dope? Paul. Dude, Paul got them, posted pictures on Facebook. Like he fucking his cat probably ate them by now. Like, yeah. Paul yeah. confirms that he does indeed have his muscle figures. Oh, I've seen the pictures, dude. Me and Paul are friends on Facebook. Well, Casey, I think that uh, I think that basically I got fucked. Well, Kleinrock knew who they were going to, and probably, you know, I may have asked him to do me a favor and slow down a couple of the shipments, mostly just yours. It's okay. It's okay because you know what, I. I I I did it out of respect to Josh Pillow to keep the length of the show something that he could appreciate. Oh, dude, and I want to give a shout out to fucking Arabian Josh Pillow dancing to Kali's theme. Like if you guys go back and watch it, you'll laugh your ass off. Because there's a dude that was clearly Arabian Josh Pillow in the audience. And uh yeah. Uh I'm glad you reminded me of that. But right. I'm, not, so you, I'm not burying Mass Republic. I just live in the fucking boonies and haven't gotten my shit yet. So. Which is really the case. So the the, yeah. the answer is next time, move closer to Paul Cross. Um, it's okay. I'll get him sent to his house. And then, like, you know, 
All right, so let, we got to discuss a few of these things. So Friday night of last week um, was just tremendous and ridiculous. Um, we had AAA going on, and this all happened right after we were on the air. Like, we were on the air that night. And Do you know what concerns me about that, though? What? Clearly, someone in Impact is listening to the show, and everyone we put over is getting a contract. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. So, is there something wrong with that? I would no, rather it be that. Okay, I don't care if you steal my ideas as long as I get to watch good stuff yeah. on TV. Um, well, okay, because okay, we got, see, we got Katrina there. We got fuck, uh, Katarina, sorry. Katarina. He's there. We got fucking uh, Cross is there now. We got. Maybe. Possibly. Uh, I think you're right, but I'll tell you why in a minute. I think all of Mad's going to show up there. That's my hunch. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. And uh, let's see, who do we got? We got uh, Scotty, Scotty fucking Steiner. Not Steiner, only return, but the Steiner math video being circulated on Twitter to promote that Scotty's back. Okay, so I mean, this is all great. Thank you for listening to the show, whoever is the new Dixie. Uh, but but I have a question. Where yeah. the fuck is Sid? Where the fuck is Sid? Is there anyone that we don't put over as much on the show? Like they have Phoenix, you know, Pentagon won the fucking title in Impact. That's amazing. Two guys that we love on the show. Phantasma's there for me. You know, maybe someday he'll get out of multi-man matches. And yes, yeah, like the Eddie Edwards hit his wife with a baseball bat. Uh, something for everyone. You know, you know, Byron, it's not <laughs> something for everyone. Like you said, because like I said, where the fuck is Sid? Sid is for everyone. Sid Club is for everyone. All right, Soft we'll is for anyone anymore. Look, I think I think I that video at the promo we did. Sid's off getting a perm. I think the moral of the story, Casey, is that uh, Killer Cross <laughs> is going to have to be your new Sid. You know what? Killer Cross mm -hmm. can be my Killer Cross. I like Killer Cross more than Sid, and that is not faint praise. Okay. Did wow. he show up on Impact? Wow. I didn't watch it. We just think he's going to because fucking I'll get there. I'll get there. All right. So let me let me run down some of the weeks happening so that we can discuss them, and so that yes. people who haven't seen all these things can catch up. I'm not going to give you full recaps, but let me let me start with okay. MLW um, mm -hmm. premiered last week on BN. I think that was the first thing that happened on Friday night while we were recording. I don't think I, I did not see it live. I went back and watched a lot of it. Yeah, later. Cause it happened before triple a, which happened while we were recording. And then after, right. Yeah. So then, uh, basically Selena De Laurenta, she has her own, uh, promotions Dorado that is within MLW. It's kind of her faction that's going on there. And she brought in two luchadors, to face Wait, off, you know, De Laurentiis, the fucking producer of Conan the Barbarian. No, I no, thought he was dead. Selena De Laurenta, the the oh. the girl with the bum knee, who was out at MLW a few weeks ago. No, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Who was, I mean, she was at Mav Pro a few weeks back. Um, <clears throat> so, and she didn't really get to perform that night. She her her knee yeah. either went that night or was already bummed when she came in mm -hmm. or something. I don't know what was going on there, but um, she didn't really get to go. But That's she does a lot of gimmicks with. Um, her booty. And I can say that because 
that's literally her gimmick. She has booty written on a lot of her stuff. Oh, so like Brutus Beefcake. Let's do let's do a match of the week for her. So yeah, if you is guys uh, if you guys troll the internet or surf the internet, whatever you guys do with the internet, you can go look up uh, Selena Deloitte. She's pretty cool. Yeah. Look nice up uh, Brutus Beefcake, the booty man. The finisher oh was the high knee. No, no, we're gonna get to the big bad booty daddy. The the only person that really needs to have booty in ah! any of the versions. Ah, you gotta suck my dick or what? Ah! Oh, I love that man. What? So, um, anyway, uh, Penta and Phoenix faced off on that show for the number one contendership to swerve Shane Strickland's MLW title, which he won a few weeks back. But this was their premiere broadcast on BN. Um, pretty good all around. And if you haven't seen the classic Phoenix versus Penta match, uh, this was a very good version of it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I could watch that match a million times. I mean, you know, they—they're brothers. They work together a lot. They—they they have, um, they're brothers in some storylines. I should yeah, say, they're brothers when they want to acknowledge that they're brothers, and other times, Penta's yelling Chinga to Madre at his own brother. Right, which is the best. Right. Maybe they have different mothers. We don't know. Maybe they're brothers from another half brothers. Jesus, Justin. Well, what if we were getting gimmick the whole time with the brother thing? It's possible. Maybe what they just the, call each other brothers because they trained together and came up together. Maybe they're just Hulk Hogan fans and he christened them the Lucha Brothers because he couldn't remember their names. And he's like, hey, there's the Lucha Brothers, brother. Hey, Lucha I kinda, Brothers. I kind of <laughs> wish they had a better name than Lucha Brothers. However, it is cool that they were PWG champs. But hey, who's counting? Yeah, those are the actual masks they wore, by the way. Oh, nothing. Let me see those Suck again. Oh, hey, well, hold those up so I can actually put you on camera. Those are... Yeah, those are dope. So you got... Who helped you get them, Byron? Shut up, me floaf. <laughs> <laughs> those are kind of sexy. I, yeah. I wanted a specific Phoenix mask, and then me floaf's on Twitter, like, look what I just bought. Have it you ever showed nice. off your um, your latest Penta mask? I have. I'll do it again. I was talking to Super B about it the other day. Oh, you can't you really show that one off yet, though, on here because it, it's it, a uh, spoiler. <laughs> it's oh, yeah. it's ring worn from something that hasn't. It's a ring worn mask from something that hasn't aired yet. Yeah. All right. I can. We can say that. Anyway, so. Um, Penta went over there. So now Penta is going to be challenging for the MLW uh, title against Swerve, I think, in a couple more weeks. Next week's episode of MLW on BN actually has Swerve um, already defending his title against someone else. So I guess if he makes it past that, it'll be him versus Penta uh, in the weeks to come. So that's interesting. So you got MLW. You got Penta and Phoenix showing up there. Mm -hmm. Then you got... Uh, Triple A later that evening, which was oh, crazy. First of all, got to talk about Archangel Divino, Black Destiny, Genio Delaire, uh, Black Danger, Barrage. What was uh, um, Ultimo Maldito? God right? damn. Good job, Justin. So, I forgot like two of those guys spied out. Yeah. Well, no, I, dude, I've out. watched the match three freaking times now. Because it really. <laughs> It's it's sick. Look, it got the Lucha Blog stamp of approval as one of the matches of the year so far. So you know that it is no joke. Um, these are uh, several of these guys were guys that Conan had brought into the crash. Um, this AAA taping was in Tijuana. 
where most of these guys are from. And there's stuff done in this match that you have not seen before. And when, how often can you say that when it's not just a botch or somebody trying something they probably shouldn't be trying? And maybe some of these things shouldn't have been tried, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Honestly, shit, man. If you go back through the history of Tijuana wrestling, that's a lot. A lot of the stuff that's commonplace now is shit that you could never see before that you would only see in Tijuana wrestling. It's yeah, fucking- because the insurance riders won't let you do these things anywhere other than Tijuana. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Is this on their Twitch? Uh, it was on their Twitch. It was on their Twitch live, right? If you subscribe to the AAA, not the English version, but the regular the AAA, the Spanish yeah. feed on there which if you have amazon prime which we've already given you movies to watch on you, you get one free subscription for twitch so make it that one and then you get access to all the triple a stuff i did that i'm gonna watch i watched naito and suzuki in bro the you gotta see, watch some gotta see later. Match we're talking about this this uh multi-man match was fucking nuts and like legit like when you see it you'll be like i want masks of all of these dudes that are masked yeah, and now Only this goes back that. to the whole thing that we were telling you before, too. You can go to LuchaCentral.com and read about it. This is, um, I believe, the Conan influence. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that Conan uh, is and has been uh, <laughs> doing some stuff with AAA, uh, starting with this event, and that he got these guys on the card. Um, and hopefully uh, these guys will become regular parts of AAA because the, the undercard could certainly use these dudes. You know, to keep the excitement there with just work alone and not storylines, this is the way you do it, period. You know who I that feel is. bad for, though? Who that is? Uh, I feel bad for all those Yave de la Gloria guys because all of these guys just completely smoke their shit. Oh, the ones they all want contracts at Triple Mania? Yeah, yeah. You're never going to see Oh, was it Dragon Lee in there? No, no, no. Yeah. No. This guy who looked like Dragon Lee was there. The guy that looked like Dra- a lot of guys look like Dragon Lee. It's a very generic mask. Byron, you must be Thanos because you sound like a racist. Wow. Oh. oh just straight up say that. Oh. Are you saying that because he's racist or because he has balls on his chin? Both. Weird. It's weird. The black guy is playing the race card. I mean, but look at Byron. He also even looks a little purple. Right, Meef. You look a Meef, little. Right. This goes with everything Meef was telling me in the DM recently. Right. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Uh, I heard some of that too. I heard some of that too. It's pretty, pretty fucked up. Uh, we won't even, we won't even sully the chat with such things. But Mister Crab yeah. misses you, Byron, and wants to know if you weren't here on time because you were depressed that the ducks got swept. That's a quote. No, I told, I told Mister Krabs to go fuck himself. I will uh, once okay. again reference that every time he goes to visit his mom, she chases him with a. Uh, what is it? A close hanger because uh, she is still uh, trying to abort him. I wish him Mr. well. Mr. Krabs has the best question of the day already. Who would win Dragon Lee versus Keith Lee? And the answer is Bruce Lee. Keith Lee. Oh, no, Keith Lee. dude. Stan Lee. So, you, you, know, you know the song about Keith Lee, don't <laughs> you? Right? He's just a town in West Yorkshire. <laughs> <laughs> You've been waiting for that one for weeks now. He has. He has. Yeah. He has. Uh, Keith Lee is fucking amazing, but you know, so is Dragon Lee. But you know what? 
Dragon Lee's not signing a WWE contract, so he's going to have a little better time, I think. Uh, just saying. Just Sid, saying. Sid Club is for everyone. And yes, Mr. Machetes, uh, it is now everybody versus WWE, kind of. Yeah. And we'll, well get into that in a second. WWE sells to Fox, and then who the fuck do you... Uh, there's more rumors about that, actually. Specifically yeah. Fox, specifically WWE selling to them. Interesting. It's going to happen. I think so. I think it should happen. But that's a whole nother story. That's a whole you think they'll do another thing where their last show on USA, they'll mention um, th their new show and USA will bleep it out every single time. <laughs> no, I think <laughs> Shane, I think Shane is going to do an angle where he comes in and buys the whole thing. And then he shows up on Fox the next day. <laughs> and for those of you guys that don't know, this is like the remainders of Fox again. So they're not getting bought by the Disney Fox. They're getting bought by the, um, the by the crappy Fox. Yeah. yeah, they'll be on like Fox Sports. Fox Sports and, you know, maybe Fox News, you know, which I think I think JBL was already on anyway, right? Like he was and a then, Impact yeah. will Impact will also sell to Fox and they'll only be shown on the regional um, Canadian channel. Oh, stop. All right. Listen, so the rest of the AAA show. Um, I'm not even going to get into all the matches, but you see, you got that first match, which was total fire. Then you got some, some people getting laid out backstage <laughs> by who? Some, some weird smiley face symbol that I guess represents what's going on. Then there's supposed to be this. What me worry. What me worry mad. mad. Um, so then in, in, in something that lost a little something in translation for me, Teddy Hart was announced as returning to AAA. And he was supposed to tag with um, Pagano. Am I right? Yeah. 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 So he's supposed to tag with Pagano. Doesn't actually come out. And then Joe Leader replaces him. Which is the shittiest, most insulting thing in the world. Because Joe Leader. Oh, God. Fucking terrible. If you like if. OK, you know what? If any of you guys ever leave the show and we replace you with Joe Leader, that's you're just dead to us. Wasn't he like the guy of Harrowstone Mall where uh, they almost like they should have given him his own ring entrance music just to differentiate? Yeah, he like was the guy like, that they put in Paros Del Mall just to take th thumbtack spots that no one else wanted to take. Yeah, he would take the pinfalls. Well, listen, in this match, um, you'd be very happy with it because he does almost everything possible to try to commit suicide in this match. Well, that's his style because wow. he's he's a, he's a backyard wrestler that got in AAA somehow. It looks like it too. I mean, this is a TLC match and it just everything haywire typically has to it involves him. I'm not saying that lube jobs were involved. I'm just going to say that lube jobs were probably involved. What were you saying, me? The Spanish fly. Oh God! You want to describe it? Because I don't. I don't know that I can. It was like a hip toss. Um, <laughs> I just oh. God, I love how you say hip toss. I. It sounds like Lord Alfred Hayes. I love it. Yeah, the worst version of the Misfits turn up. Oh, Novena. Oh no, Scoria. Sorry, Scoria. Scoria. Um, yeah, so Cuervo and Escoria, uh, Hysterio and Psychosis, three, four, five, twenty, whatever. Um, Psychosis dos, and um, mm. and then uh, your boy, um, uh, purple pajama guy, um, and 
multi-man matches. Multi oh, Purple Pajama Man and Pagano were were partners, right? And Laparka, yeah, original Laparka, was supposed to be Teddy's whoa, partner. Whoa, whoa, and then whoa. It was, I mean, oh, uh, fake fake Laparka, Laparka in quotation marks. Sorry, and Joe Leader ended up tagging it. It doesn't matter. It was a crazy hot mess. So oh, Joe Leader, he sucks. Uh, you know what? That's a team where, like, if I look at fake Laparka and Joe Leader, it's hard for me to pick who I hate more, and they're both the faces. Well, I think Meatloaf would tell you it's uh, Cuervo and Escoria. You know what? Yeah. I love those guys when they look like black metal dudes. I don't know what the fuck they're supposed to be now, but they look like they shop at Forever Twenty. They are. They're little Glenn Danzigs. Uh -huh. Oh God, no! That's like an insult to Glenn. People who stand outside schools. They look like they. They look like they, look like they manage out. a fucking. <laughs> they manage the Mexican torrid, and they fucking don't wear their cool face paint anymore and shit. Like, I loved the Black Family. They were, like, one of my favorite stables. But most of that was because Oz was there, and Oz is the shit, and I miss Oz every day. All right, well, so... This is basically Kiss in the, in the back end of the 80s. It, it, they're, like, no makeup Kiss now. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. God. Look it anyway, up. the Hang match... Hot topics. Teddy Hart finally does come out, um, which is great. He has you returned... Return to AAA, which was fairly unexpected, but kind no, of teased. No cats. No cats with him. Uh, yeah. Sadly. And, um, you know, the, Teddy Hart has a bit of a history <laughs> with AAA. So Dude, his, his run there. Did you guys see his run back then? I've uh, seen pieces of it. Dude, his when him and Jack Evans split up and started feuding, fucking awesome. Amazing uh, stuff. He gave Jack Evans a pile driver on one of the, you know, like the metal trash cans with the flaps like they have at Disneyland. <laughs> he gave he gave Jack Evans a pile driver on one of those. It was fucking amazing. Jeez. But I like the sideways part. It looked like it killed him. Well, they're both <laughs> insane people. Clearly. Yeah. And Teddy, Teddy's absolutely bonkers. And their tag mm -hmm. team was basically what Angelico and Jack Evans's tag team was. Great high flyers doing crazy shit that weren't getting enough respect in the company, but they were getting more respect in the company than Angelico and Jack were, in my opinion. Well, that's, that's just truth. So anyway, Teddy comes out, he swerves, uh, Joe leader, basically. Um, <laughs> let's, let's, uh, Miflo's boy get the win. Um, so the old purple man and Pagano go over. You're welcome. Uh, me say thank but you. But then, but then Teddy turns on Pagano too, smashes him up with a chair. <laughs> the whole right. thing is ape shit. Um, but Teddy Hart is returned, and then things go away. Then there's some backstage bits with. Uh, and the, keep in mind, I'm watching this all in Spanish, and I don't speak Spanish, but I'm kind of following along. So there's some backstage bits with Vampiro trying to figure out what's going on with the the, the invasion or whatever. People getting laid out in the back. Um, there's a couple more matches in there. Then we get to what's supposed to be the headliner was supposed to be Vamp and Wagner versus Hernandez and Wagner um, Jr., right? Son of Wagner. Yeah. yeah. So Son of Wagner comes out, cuts a promo that I don't entirely understand, but it sounds like he's challenging his dad to the mega championship or whatever that that title is. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, but somehow it gets turned over to it being Hernandez challenging for the title. 
<coughs> and then Vampiro's not available because he's chasing people down. The match starts at some point. Jack Evans's music hits at some point, and that doesn't work out. They turn that off, and Vampiro <laughs> comes out. Like I, I couldn't tell if they were trying to fuck with people or if it was just bad production. I mean, we'll see wow. when they do the actual TV edit. I'm sure it was probably just a mistake. Uh, yeah, I don't think that yeah. was on purpose. I don't think they were trying yeah, to start bidding solid. Yeah. Is, do you yeah. think Conan will um, open doors for guys like like Jack Evans to come back to well, see, I, I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that because okay. uh, Colt Icon had an interesting theory about that and his Lucha Central uh, what is mad article. If you want to read his theories before I completely outdo them. Um, oh. So anyway, the match goes on. Uh, it's a decent match, believe it or not. Like uh, Wagner, actually, I won't say that he carried Hernandez to a great match, but I think that he had one of Hernandez's best matches in a few years with him. Uh, Hernandez actually looked very good. He looked like, like he did when he was having that really good run in TNA, um, a while back. I like Hernandez. He's a good big guy. Yeah, Yeah. no. And he was, he was really good. And, and Wagner once again, proved that he's one of the best ever because he can look good with anybody. I've seen certain types of guys don't have good matches with Hernandez. Um, if Wagner is not that guy. Wagner basically is like, look, if I'm the headliner, I'm giving you a headlining performance no matter what. And he made Hernandez look good. He went over on Hernandez, of course. Um, and then seconds later, we get this brief little piece that looks like Conan walking down an arena hall. And then all of a sudden, mad hits. You get the guys, the mask, the 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 beatdowns. Everyone is getting laid out. You get, you get the fucking fold-ins. You get spy versus spy. <laughs> no, that's the other mad. Shit, I keep making this mistake. Anyway, um, and it is revealed that this version of mad is not Sexy Star and El Zorro and Conan. This version Ooh. is Teddy Hart. Yeah. Moving to yeah. the Juice Guerrera. Juicy, and- juicy. None other than the killer cross. Hell yeah. His triple A return. Founding, founding member of Mad Five. One the of the way. founding members. Yeah. So here's where it gets kind of crazy. <coughs> These are not people that left AAA on good terms. Oh shit, especially would you say would you say when they left, they were upset? Uh I don't know that Cross was upset. I would say that, uh, you know, Cross's story, and we can probably get this from him specifically at some point in time, but the way I understand it was uh, when Cross left, it was more of just a a mutual fizzle (laughs) than any type of bang or anything bad going on. It was more like they had him in this hot run with this great gimmick, but then they basically kind of stopped flying him in and he was just kind of like, well, what the F are you guys going to use me or should I be looking somewhere else? And they were kind of like, I don't know. We'll get you a plane ticket sometime eventually to come do some more of this. And he was just kind of like, I'm just going to go do other stuff then guys. Like, I don't think there was any Byron was throwing you a softball with that. I was really trying a lot. Cause he's like, Oh, were they angry? Oh, Hmm." were they supposed to say, no, they were mad. Was it supposed to be a mad thing? Yeah. Because it's stupid. The, it's yeah, so we group. got Kevin Cross, who founded Mad along with Bill Gaines and Sergio Aragones and uh, fucking Dick Di Bartolo. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, Harvey Kurtzman. The, you know, someone's going to mark out for all these Mad Magazine references. They're not in the fucking chat right now, but someone's going to think it's funny. <laughs> That's me, but I'm already on the show. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, um, yeah, why did Hoovy leave AAA, Casey? Oh, um, uh, I mean, uh, why can we say that Hoovy left AAA? He got in a backstage fight and uh, someone tried to bite his nose off. Yeah, it was fugly. I mean, there was a lot of stuff leading up to that, too, but. Did it? Hey, yeah, since I, we're here. Wasn't it Jack since Evans? We're, since we're on the subject, how did Hoovy lose his job with WCW? Hey, look, man, look. Anyone can strip naked in a hotel room lobby and start yelling their Jesus Christ. I'm not going to judge them. That's in Hoobie's case, he, he might have been right for that moment. <laughs> I just hope Hoovy is the one that cuts all the promos. Uh, Dude, it looks like the he's best. the leader of the triple A version of this faction currently. Of the of the three guys in the room, you know, he was the he he's the guy explaining things and kind of directing traffic. I really like Dude, I love that. Moves. I am such a fan of Hoovy's work. I and his and like everything the dude does. I'm a huge fan, and I can't wait to see where this group goes. Because I know you have theories, Justin, and I think they're the same as mine. Well, here's the thing. Um, on Impact, you know, I'm going to jump ahead a little bit here because I think this is the time to talk about all this stuff with Matt. On yeah. Impact, um, there was also some some laying out of the bodies done, and there was a symbol. Um, there as well, but this was more of an X symbol, a little bit different than what you saw in AAA. But I believe, I personally believe that Mad is invading there too. We know Conan was backstage. You've probably seen the pictures, and if not, go to LuchaCentral.com. Um, there's pictures of Conan backstage with Pinta and and a lot of the LAX guys and whatnot. Um, and I I think that. If you connect the dots, you'll you'll realize that that's probably what's happening. He yeah, bailed uh, out on LAX for their uh, tag match. He was nowhere to be found. Yeah. Um, so who knows? I thought it was happening so much that I thought it already happened at the tapings that I didn't really keep tabs on. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I watched him. I watched Impact. I watched everything, and yeah. No, but um, I mean, I didn't look at the spoilers for the tapings coming up. Oh, for the stuff afterwards? You're right. And yeah, I but you won't know the backstage stuff. Yeah, and but I mean, just people wrestling, period. I would have, yeah, I thought that they might have already pulled the trigger on it, which uh, maybe it's, you know, slow burn. I know? think it's going to be a backstage angle there. Um, I think with AAA, you know, it's not there yet. But here's the thing. So if you if you read uh, Eric Mutter's thing on who is mad on lucha central he comes up with a couple of ideas of what it could be about and you know he really kind of hangs his hat heavily on what it means for triple a and you know if you had a good invading faction in triple a again which they have done many times before which he also points out um but that if you have a good invading faction there that maybe is there to save triple a that it would be a good angle i don't disagree with that at all um, and he also goes on to speculate that what if the whole group that ends up being mad in AAA is all these guys that left on kind of suspect terms, like if you get a Jack Evans back or you bring Penta and Phoenix into Matt or something. And I agree with that as well. 
Yes, I think that would be a very good angle for AAA. I, however, believe that MAD is going to be a much bigger in-game than that. I think that one of the reasons that everyone is doing business with Conan right now that wants to be in business with Conan is because this angle is going to bridge multiple platforms. How awesome would it be if you took an NWO style group and had them invading four or five promotions at once? What if you, yeah. What if you see Madden MDA, (laughs) you see them in AAA, you see them in impact, you see them on MLW. They're basically popping up everywhere that isn't WWE and ring of honor, obviously. Mm -hmm. So basically they look like they're here to save wrestling. They become this, this tweener, you know, invading kind of faction and they could get over everywhere. They could get over with real, you know, face love in a lot of places if they do this angle. And then you figure if the angle starts one night on MLW, then jumps over to triple a to build some heat. And then the blow off is over on impact what you can do is carry fans from one to the other and build something that can actually compete with WWE. And it could all be because of Conan and bringing this mad thing together. Now they need a few more members and I'd love to hear you guys' thoughts on who you think should join mad. Um, They have to finish these storylines and actually appear on all these (laughs) shows and start working it together. Like Matt has not appeared on MLW yet, but we know that court Bauer and Conan go way back. Um, Obviously, Conan has has hooked up uh, Phoenix and Penta for them as well as everywhere else that he's gone. Um, and I think it would be a great place, even though Selena De Laurentiis got her own thing going on there. Hell, bring her into Mad. She could she could help be a a face for that company as well. I mean, or for that angle. So, I mean, do you guys think it could be that big? Do you guys think that Conan's in game is that big? I hope so, uh, because, yeah, it's like what the NWO should have been, but wasn't, right? Like, uh, because we, NWO only really simultaneously invaded two promotions, because you had WCW and you had New Japan at the same time. And I think this is kind of the same idea, but on kind of a smaller but bigger scale. Like, they're not all national promotions yet, but it's kind of cool to see it happen. Uh, yeah, much better if it's the same people, not like different. You know, I mean, if it's, you end up with like different group down in AAA, right? Doing impact is like how fucking New Japan got stuck with NWO Sting and shit for years. Well, yeah, this but they is, got, this they is got the trick. Yeah, that's true. They did get Chono, who's fucking amazing. Part of yeah. part of the trick, though, is going to be how you make those connections work. Mm. Who you leave there permanently? Like, yeah, you go to MLW. You know, I think that you you get a, a lower name guy that yeah. you know that they can have be the representative there every week. Um, you bring him into the fold. You bring a couple of those yeah. guys into the fold in all the promotions. Yeah, like, someone who's already signed to the specific promotion, you're saying. Because yeah. you want your big guys that are coming in to be like the Andre the Giant special attraction. Well, or you just want backup plans in case the money doesn't work out. More, more realistically than anything else, it's like... Yeah. Can they afford Hoovy, Cross, and Teddy every week? I hope so, because I love those guys. But at the same time, you saw what happened to Cross last year where they didn't fly him in. But is Cross going to care if all of a sudden he's doing, you know, the mad angle over in Impact and MLW and, you know, AAA doesn't pay to fly him in? 
So then that week you have Hoovy and Teddy show up, and then you know maybe Ultimo Motado joins the group, or some yeah. one of these other kids joins the group, and maybe those are the three guys down there that day. Oh yeah, you know what's very consistent with Conan is that he always seems to have like cutting like a cutting edge group of like fifteen to twenty names that he brings with him, which has given him a lot of credibility. Like, and that's the trick because the, this idea, this concept is not fucking yeah. new. But so, what's but, new is that Conan's got his thumb on yeah. all of the best talent for an angle like this. He is the so one I guy that can bring them all together. I don't know who like you, who I would want to come in and be the mad people that in AAA are mad representatives and I, and oh, however it is, but I, I do one. think that he can book, he can book for the most part his own storylines. Like he can bring in his mad people and bring in the guys they feud with. That well, are who does good. who does Conan have access to? First, look at those guys. Like who's going to be loyal to Conan? Kind of everyone G? except for Disco. <laughs> All kayfabe aside, Sammy G, <laughs> right? Um, Flip, yeah. maybe I don't know. I'm Dude. thinking just young talent that I know Conan's used before and how, is friendly with. Dare you? How dare you guys forget the great Taurus? Come on, bring right. in the fucking bull. Bring in the fucking yeah. bull. Everywhere. I mean, a lot of these dudes that are still in Crash. You think you could get Jericho? That'd be awesome. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Yeah. I mean, what is Jericho, Jericho's what's Jericho's contract like right now? He doesn't have one, but I think he's too scared to wrestle outside of WWE now. He wants to make a ton of money. Well, yeah, but at the same time, if he doesn't actually wrestle and, you know, he throws on a mad T-shirt and shows up at a couple places, he might get a couple paychecks and pop it, you know, pop it a crowd without. I don't know, Casey, are, are Jericho and Conan, did they do the Vampiro uh, friendship tweets? Uh, I, I don't know. You know, you know that Conan's show is on the Jericho podcast network, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's I easy to wonder. I just I just know that Jericho's had a hard time on shows that Conan's booked him on. Oh yeah. I'm just referencing one story in one book. Yeah, but it's a really long story that can be divided into multiple shorter stories that paint a very negative picture. Yeah. But again, they're plenty friendly now. So I don't know. I think it's possible for him to rope in. A lot of people he is very well connected and he's doing a hot angle and it could go for a while i mean i don't know that i see it lasting years but maybe oh dude it could last for years because the last time conan did this shit in triple a it was triple l which kind of bloomed into his uh his foreign legion gimmick so like this is this is just an this is like another Step in an angle that Conan's had going on with AAA since like the early 90s or mid 90s if he shows up in AAA. And it makes sense too. And I think you really do use Vampiro in that angle as well. I think. Yeah. He was involved in the last one. So it's perfect. It's continuing old shit that stopped like a few years ago. And I think Vampiro goes into this kind of face slash heel spot where he's saying all the where he's towing the company line and then you know the audience will choose whether or not the invaders are the guys they cheer for or if it's the guy towing the company line you know i feel like stateside 
Vampiro will end up being the heel and Conan will be the face. But down in Mexico, it might be the opposite. It might totally work and just be a regular heel versus face gimmick. Which is whatever they cheer for, though, you're gonna fill the audience. You're gonna fill the arena with noise with Vampiro and Conan lined up against each other. Period. Conan's yeah. smart because he saw the success that Bullet Club is having, and he's like, "Motherfucker, I need my own Bullet Club." And now he has. Well, one. he was also in the NWO. I mean, he's seen that right. success firsthand in the past as well. I mean, Bullet Club was just doing what they did back then. And not only Cody, was he in the NWO, he got to be in the Wolf Pack, where they just changed yeah. the colors of the shirts and sold them again. <laughs> yeah, he was always in like the hip version, even when they when he was in the Saturday Night uh, Main Event group. Not main event, Saturday night group, though. Uh, well, I mean, he was part he of what was making like the those there. I, I think you guys are forgetting the best group that Conan was a member of. Filthy Animals? The LWO. fucking Dungeon of Doom, sir. The Dungeon oh. of fucking Doom. What? Yeah. Cholo Conan was born in the Dungeon of Doom. Mm. Was that? No. Was that better than LWO? Dude, it was better than everything. It was the Dungeon of Doom, the greatest stable wrestling he's ever known. That enti- I mean, I agree. I wish that stable went over more, but that entire stable was built just to put over Hulk Hogan. How insane is that? Uh, it's not that insane. It's wrestling. Honestly, That's so true. is the Heenan family, but people don't look at it that way. Well, All right, so look, we do have one other super huge thing in the Conan universe to discuss here. Um, Pentagon Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, according to Josh Matthews, a <laughs> former Lucha Underground champion. What the? What an idiot! Oh, no one should tweet him. Oh, yeah. How does that happen? How does that happen? How does it? How, how does Matt Stryker <laughs> fucking do it? I, I just don't. I mean, what I the like fuck, Matt guys. Okay, for the record, so everybody knows. Let me state this clearly: Pentagon Dark is the current Lucha Underground champion. Right. Period. Period. That's it. That's all. He is the current champion. He was seen not that long ago doing a promotional thing with the belt here in Southern California. Yeah. Pentagon Dark is the current champion. There has been no Lucha Underground match where he has put that belt on the line and he has lost it yet that anyone has seen that you know of. He is the champion. Period. End of story. No other promotion, especially not one that's working in conjunction with Lucha Underground, should be announcing him as a former fucking champion. So uh, I'm of course talking about the redemption pay-per-view here. Honestly, we've seen we've seen companies using their own commentators call him a current champion when he wasn't. So uh yeah, it's interesting. I just don't know how how certain things get screwed up like that but and they didn't uh, correct it they didn't correct it at all and and i think part of the problem is the deal with lucha underground and impact is a very loose one it's very beneficial especially to lucha underground right now to keep their name out there without having to do much themselves their talents Mm -hmm. being used there it's keeping the guys paid and happy so that they they have no problem showing up for lucha underground and lucha underground's got this big you know, premiere coming June 13th, um, which Chavo announced. And by the way, Chavo <laughs> in the, the WrestleCon TNA or Lucha Underground versus Impact uh, show, 
tore his bicep in the middle of that match. Oh, that he sucks. Rolls out of the ring and um, apparently, you know, called in some fixes for the match or whatever, because I think he was supposed to still five star frog splash or something in that match. So they, they fix up the end of it. But Chavo just lays out on the edge and then still comes in and cuts the hot ass promo for the premiere of Lucha Underground. You know, Justin, Justin, I love you, man. But you can't call Guerrero fo- Frog Splash a fucking five star Frog Splash. I'm just saying. That's true. Oh, you're right. You might but, be careful, uh, or he'll bang you on Twitter. I I feel I don't bad. Think happen to me. I feel bad about um, Chavo because like that's the arm he might need to unblock Byron, and now it's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. Keep waiting. I have to keep waiting. But I'll so wait. I'll he's on the shelf. Him. He's on the shelf for two months. He's up in Alaska doing a signing right now. Well, oh, wow, that's missing. I feel bad for him. There in Alaska. Yeah, and, and believe me, if they're flying a guy like Chavo out there, they're probably paying a pretty penny. Like to get yeah. any kind of wrestlers up there, they got to be paying some loot or have some good local yeah. guys. Honestly, you know, my cousin used to play baseball up there, and they paid him pretty well for it. All you do is talk about your cousin playing baseball, Casey. <laughs> All you do is talk about fucking pink socks, which you'll see at the beginning of this episode when Mankind addressed it personally. Anyway, Redemption, which is what I was talking about. Um, did you guys see Redemption? Did anybody else I watch Redemption? What did you think, Byron? <laughs> uh, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, it was like a Twitch pay-per-view. Their production is... Um, Shitty. I mean, it's not that great. Hey, you know, um, if I'm Aerostar and I'm fucking killing but, myself on a dive, I'm going to be pretty pissed that the cameraman fucking missed it so bad. Yeah, you know, uh, but uh, I think it's good progress. I really like the belts. I think it's a step in the right direction. And I think more than anything, more than it looking phenomenal just this one time, they need to just keep consistent at doing things that aren't horrible because wrestling fans will watch a bunch of garbage for like the one thing they like i watched wrestling for five years because i wanted to see one crisp and wall match and he hey, murdered I, his watched, family. I watched but the fucking greatest royal rumble to see the undertaker i did not see that but i'll probably skim through it uh I but i thought it was pretty royal good rumble. so the him? whole eddie the whole eddie edwards thing i've been trying to get into him because it seems like it'll be exciting matches or there's some stuff going on I just can't get into Eddie Edwards, but then he hit his wife with a baseball bat, and then I started getting into it. Wait, like, wait, wait, yeah. wait, 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 Byron, Byron. <laughs> you know what I mean? Basically saying, you're basically saying that if he abuses a woman, then you're into the storyline? His favorite no, that's, adventure is Ant-Man. I think he's actually trying to get into get Eddie Edwards. But so well, I'm saying, I'm just saying, like he just for me trying to get into that story. I know a lot about Sam Callahan. I know what he's doing, but I didn't know what Eddie Edwards is doing. Aside from like, I'll keep fighting even though you smashed my face. And then once that happened, I was able to begin to like get some of the storyline going on and see the characters going through things. Like Eddie Edwards got his revenge, but then he went too far, and now where is he at? And now I, you know, I, I like to see where that goes. Uh, uh, I thought it was. I thought it was pretty good. I loved Moose. Is exciting. He's green as shit. But he's like, if Titus O'Neil were a main eventer and ten years younger, you know, like he comes out there and just you just have to cheer for him. <laughs> I could tell Byron didn't watch the greatest Royal Rumble. No, I saw yeah. that. I saw that. <laughs> that was the greatest. That's the only thing you need to know from that show. Yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Like so it. so. 
Drago versus Aerostar, those guys are <laughs> hot fire all the time. I think Aerostar missed one spot and they like reset so seamlessly and just did it again that I don't even know if anybody noticed. Honestly, yes, yeah. the camera work on the dive on the the trust ball dive was like that got, oh, me, uh, that got me so mad that I stopped watching the rest of the show seriously and I haven't watched any of it since. Did the trust ball dive getting blown by the camera guy? Yeah, it pissed me off. I'm like, okay, they're still a fucking garbage company. I'm done. I don't Did know how you make that mistake in this day and age when one guy is standing there setting up for the catch. Why is there even a camera that would be turned on ever? What director would turn that camera on? Would say, yeah, give me camera three, the picture of the guy standing up and doing yeah. this like he's about to catch some. What, what is that? Well, that's it's probably someone who got fired from WWE for missing shit like that all the time. Well, they're getting the whole AAA group, like the the wrestlers, the luchadors who came up and what when Lucha Underground started, and then they then they did the whole indie circuit in in the U.S. You had um, Aerostar, Drago, Phoenix, Pentagon. They went around and wrestled everywhere for like two years in the states, and then now they're doing their own thing, and they're in uh, Impact, and all of a sudden, all of that's new. Like we've seen this a billion times outside of Lucha Underground somehow and they're calling pentagon a former champ everyone top to bottom in this organization doesn't know anything about these guys i don't know how that happens oh, what's up urban tna is very secular it's just like how do you not know what these luchadors are gonna do and what they're about yeah. they're not getting anything new that you haven't seen 10 times in the past year yeah but again we were talking about this before with the um Twitch show they did together. TNA is very, very close. They, they, they love the uh, AAA guys coming in, but they are very close-minded about anything that's yeah. existed outside. So, like, what are the announcers? Any of this stuff before? What are the announcers announced? Matanza as Dario Cueto's son. How dumb can yeah, Impact get? That's that's the thing. They work for Impact and a lot of the guys there. I mean, they they tape what. A bit like Lucha Underground, like this week they did what three days, so do three days of taping and then just kind of that's it for them. They're done. They go off and do something else. I don't yeah. think there's much. Should we say care? I don't want to say care, but well, I mean that's part of what's hard. This is part of why, as much as everyone wants to hate them, while WWE still has the crown. Like they don't come up with anything interesting. You know the storylines in TNA are probably even better, but. The production at WWE is flawless to a certain extent, and they work every fucking week. And you know they have a slicker look; they have their shit down, but they do it fifty million times more than everybody else. But at the same time, look, Lucha is a pre-taped show. Given it's got a lot more lead time than TNA, um, you're never going to see the camera miss a spot like that on Lucha Underground. But Lucha Underground is also never going to be doing a live pay-per-view where the chances of that happening are there. <laughs> Um, though I believe that their director is still better, though, because I've seen some of his live cuts. So I would say that uh, it's just it's just a shame that they can't get everything like that down. But this probably still my one of my biggest issues with TNA is not the workers or the storylines or anything. It is a lot of it is the production. It's that crowd, too. I hate the way the oh. impact zone sounds on television. I hate the way it's lit. Yeah. I mean, it. Do, there's it as like many people. Bar. Yeah, there's as many there's people like in there as a Lucha Underground taping. 
Why can't the crowd get hot? Hey, I was just at the contender tapings and it was less people oh. impact by a long shot. And those crowds were hot. They were loud as hell. You'll hear it on the I show. Would, I would say Canadian can something, something, bullshit. something, but Canadian crowds are usually pretty good. Sorry, me. <laughs> but no, no, but the thing is, is if you watch, you watch impact. They literally have the moment where, um, you know, they're, they're doing whatever and the crowd are going, going nuts. It's literally one or two guys. <laughs> Yay! And that's literally all you hear. And it's like a pin dropping. You can hear the pretty much conversations. Yeah, I just don't understand why that crowd doesn't get hot. I mean, I, I feel like that crowd is one of my biggest dislikes of this show. I Casey, just, do you have an idea why an impact crowd would not be hot? But they used to be insane. Casey's stuffing they his face with dinosaur egg whoppers right now. He can't hear you. Hmm. If you, I was watching on the um, Impact this week, they show back to um, okay, it's a Bully Ray and Devon. I can't remember who they're fight, fighting, but um, it showed like when the crowds used to be rammed, like it, and it just looks really weird that it's gone down to this kind of honestly. People matches. What are you saying, Casey? A lot of those crowds were hot because the wrestlers would take them out to lunch beforehand, so maybe. They need to do like Lance Hoyt and take the fans to breakfast and then they'll cheer for you. Something. Lance Hoyt gets everyone riled up. I like him. Hoytomania running wild. But then running you wild. have next to him, you have Davey Boy Smith Jr., like a big old sack of melons. I mean, just, but look, if you have a good product that your crowd likes, you shouldn't even have to do that. I mean, think about the kind of torture that Lucha Underground put us through before some of those shows and there was still not a snowball's chance in a hot fiery hell that we wouldn't go into that room hot as fuck but they're all marks for themselves tna crowd look at i'm not being funny but you you've seen the tna twitter i think a lot of people who attend it are there to kind of just they're there they're getting on tv well, I mean, but Lucha Underground is the same way to a certain extent, but at least, I don't know, the crowd seems to be united. The chants are hot. They're loud. Like, yeah. you, you, I mean. It's taped during the week as well. That's one thing I will say as well. It is taped during the week. Yeah. So maybe Monday through game. Wednesday or something doesn't really help. But you're also at, I mean, you're in a tourist place too, where I think maybe a lot of the people who are there are not regulars. I don't know. Yeah. Something about it though irks me. And I feel like that's one of the things they need to figure out how to change. Like uh, just maybe, having a good uh, place to tape TV is not good enough. Maybe it's because uh, Floridians are garbage people. No, I they're know, not but in I was Florida. in the Orlando area for a while. How about this? How about this? My they don't have Jeremy Borash to run the live event and get people psyched. I mean, NXT is there. Yeah. NXT crowds are hot as hell. That's Dude, they got Scott no, Steiner. If the crowd can't pop for Big Pop a pump, then they can suck a dick. Mm. Don't they film in Canada now? No, oh, the offices are in Canada. They still film in Orlando? They, they yeah, Toronto, Toronto, Orlando, Canada. Yeah. yeah. They were in Orlando sure. this past week. So, yeah. anyway. um, Oh, it's because they're at Universal Studios. So, they get yeah. the tourists. Yeah. Redemption, yeah. uh, Eli Drake, Scott Steiner, brilliant. Ah, ah. Just a brilliant combination. Those two guys, like, why weren't those two guys always a tag team? <laughs> I'm a big, I'm a big fan of Eli Drake. Like, I don't even care if he's a piece of crap human being. 
Uh, I don't really know one way or the other. All I know is that anytime he's walked into any place where I've been watching, uh, whether it be on TV or in person, Eli Drake has one of those things where you're like, I'm, I want to see what this guy's going to do. And of course, Scott Steiner has always had that because he's, I mean, his gimmick is being a freaking hot mess that it's not a gimmick. I mean, you hand the guy a live mic and and you don't know what, uh, what is going on. No, no one knows what's going on. What's Fuck. wrong with that? Hand no, keys. that's just how off the chain they are. They demoed a building by just we'll standing on a tractor and driving into it. Yeah, they, they often discuss which Shonies in Georgia it is on the uh, Shivani podcast. We should go, dude, just so we can say yeah. we hate Scotty Shonies, man. Big Papa Pump is our hookup. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Hot bar, baby. <laughs> when, so, when they were advertising uh, Steiner, by the way, sorry to cut you off, they did a conference call with Steiner with a live mic. And I think the first thing he said was something about Mexicans building a wall and the only ones left are LAX and they're going to mow his lawn. And then yep. he said, you're going to suck my dick or what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that wasn't an investors conference call, just a general media one, just the whole rest of the world. Uh, I don't know. This company or something like Aero Lucha. Anyway, it's fine. It's fine. Look, anyway, Scott Steiner, Eli Drake, <laughs> your new tag champs, um, Conan, uh, did not show up for LAX, which kind of freaked the the brothers out there, and um, that didn't go their way. I think uh, the the lack of Conan there, and so uh, you know, it kind of makes me question too if if in this mad angle, LAX is going to be left out. Like, does Conan have new priorities? Do you think that that LAX will not be on the inside with Mad, and and that they will be one of the first uh, victims of Mad? That could be interesting. You know who the first victims of MAD were, Justin? Fucking Cracked Magazine. Oh. Where's that at? <laughs> oh. Cracked is a website now. They actually almost bought out my comedy website. Actually, I love website, that. I used to read uh, that website all the time. died two months ago, Justin. They um, What? Yeah. It was, finally died? Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. It was a bad scene. I used to read their lists all the time. Yeah, you should hey, listen to some of their podcasts. Hey, Meatloaf, do you care at all if I don't mention the Trevor Lee, Desmond Xavier, Ishimori, Phantasma, DJZ, Brian Cage six-way match? Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> there was a hold screwdriver, on. right? You There's so it. many names in there that you probably didn't even know that I just said Meef's favorite wrestler was in the match. Hey, I know, but I want to his favorite right wrestler, too. Taiji Ishimori, the Sailor Boy? Fuck oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I saw it. Yeah, they gave they put uh, Phantasma's name out, didn't they? Yeah. yeah, Ishimori isn't the Sailor Boy anymore, so I'm not interested. Like, it's it's crazy because okay, like these are the the Sailor Boys from T2P or Torum Torumon 2000. One of those. Um, they had this boy band gimmick, right? So it was Ishimori, and it was Shu and Kei Sato as his partners, and they were pretty boy twins. And look at them now. They fucking gave themselves Hulk Hogan haircuts and they're Ooh. evil cultists, the Brahmin brothers. But Ishimori's like just a dude. I think he needs to embrace his evil cultishness is what I'm saying. Why can't we have a Japanese undertaker? something redeeming about this match that had nothing really to offer <laughs> other than... Five five. It sounds like a bunch of people were in it. What happened? Why did, did, we did Ishimori do the superstar elbow? That move's fucking dope. Does he even do it that? It was anymore? one of those matches where everybody got in, you know, 49 seconds of something cool, and at the end of the uh, match, 
you don't even who won i don't oh, yeah, even remember who won. cage yeah cage, cage is won. the guy they're pushing everyone they're gonna gets put, a hot tag they're gonna end up putting the x division's strap on cage right isn't that where this is going weapon x yeah yeah i mean and don't get me wrong i think cage is a great choice for something like that but good lord take him out of six mans take phantasma out of six mans take ishimori out of six mans this is ridiculous i mean well it's it seems like what they did was is like they bring in people like phoenix the pentagon for the main event but then that makes their mid card too crowded because they have a lot of good names they just can't right but you don't need to put them all on the goddamn show i know everybody wants to be on the ppv but like that match should have been a three-way with phantasma uh djz returning and cage maybe cage maybe you have the other guys. Do no, you, then you have Ishimori do the run in or something to build a feud with Cage or, or no, DJZ. Ishimori do the fucking superstar elbow is the question. That used to be the coolest move. I don't even remember. What I, is I'm it? not going to lie. Is it another you know, ripoff okay, of The Rock? No, um, Byron, you play Fire Pro. You know the elbow that the guy like taps his elbow and then he jumps off the ropes and does like a 450 splash and then elbows you? Yeah. It's in the strong grapples. doesn't do that anymore. God, no, I think he did like a, a rolling DVD or something, and that was his high spot. Fucking lame, dude. He needs to be like the Brahmin brothers whose high spots are like spinning ink in your eyes and then fucking dying. We've already spent more time on this match than they spent on the actual match. I mean, we put more thought into it already than they clearly did. And I feel bad for your boy. I like Phantasma a little bit, but uh, that was not a good use. Mixed, t- mixed, mixed matches, don't they? Yeah, I don't know. The next match also... Uh, was Ty Valkyrie versus Kira Hogan? Um, wow, what, what, wow, just why? Why was that match like that? Why was Ty working this girl that clearly couldn't compete? I gotta on say, I gotta say, Justin, I did not know that Hulk Hogan had another daughter. Oh, no, nope, this and given, given his belief. <laughs> And given his belief, I didn't think that this would be his daughter for certain reasons. Hold on. Hold on, Casey. First of all, first of all, he doesn't say that he doesn't like N-words. He just uses N-words a whole bunch. Whoa. 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 He's from Tampa. You don't think he's cheated on his wife with black women? He's Hulk Hogan. (laughs) To be fair, he had a problem with black guys dating his daughter, not... You know him nailing yeah. So he just wants his what his he wants his daughter girlfriend whatever she is to be banging rich black guys not their poor sons. Wow! Just a father looking out. This whole thing has gone completely into the Thanos realm. Happy Sunday! Happy yeah, Sunday! Is that a spoiler? There. Jesus Christ! Yeah, <laughs> shit! Don't watch. How it. many Infinity Stones are you on? Hey, um, I'm just I'm two hours away from Tampa right now, so I'm sorry my language gets a little crass. That's how we talk here. <laughs> that I believe. Um, Byron is fitting in with the locals. Anyway, okay. this this ho this Hogan girl clearly was not on the level with Taya. You could see Taya was like trying to drag her to a good match. Um, I don't fault Taya at all. Taya did exactly what she was supposed to do. The yeah, interesting part of this match was Tessa Blanchard coming out on commentary. So Tessa <laughs> oh, is now yeah. uh, has now debuted in Impact, um, which I guess keeps her around Florida with her man, who is now permanently based in Florida. 
I'm uh, I'm surprised to to hear you say that about Kira Hogan because I've seen clips of her working and she seems pretty good. Maybe it was just yeah. a bad night. I, I don't know. It didn't. It did not seem like it was on Taya's end. Maybe it was just poorly agented. I don't know. Uh, the match did not feel hot. Oh it, no! Oh no! What? I just breaking news. What? What? I'm blocked by Titus O'Neil. <laughs> <laughs> What did you do? Uh, did you say I'm Titus World Slide? I'm getting a pizza. He said the N word. He said he's, he's, you know. That's it? what it was. Oh, that's all the proof Titus we need. Mr. Krabs is fucking Titus O'Neil. I knew it. <laughs> um, Matt Seidel versus PD Williams. Um, what is this? A, this was a Canadian yeah. destroyer off. Was PD um, dressed like little Papa Punk? No, not this time. God damn it. That was the you best. Know, there's a story about Scott Steiner meeting Petey Williams' wife and saying to him, hey, if you ever want to try the real thing, let me know. Um, any, <laughs> anyway, yeah, Seidel won that. I don't think that was a good match, but it was nothing that interesting story-wise. Now, this I found more interesting, and Byron's not here to talk about it, but um, the Eddie Edwards, Moose, and Tommy Dreamer versus OVE with uh, Sammy in the house of hardcore match once again another cross promotional thing here oh and by the way i think that mad could show cross up in house of promotion i think mad could show up in house of hardcore as well i think oh, this could that's the that was the fifth promotion or whatever that yeah. i was talking about well they all they have to do is bring a fucking cake and tommy will let them in i mean tommy is tommy is playing ball and is equally a part of this whole thing along with conan i mean he's right in the mix and Tommy's got access to a lot of the uh, ECW legends and the guys who've been working House of Hardcore, um, which raven is great. He's got Mac over there. He had Cross over there. Swaggle put on a fire match at House of Hardcore recently. <laughs> oh, I haven't been blocked by Titus O'Neil. I, I don't know why you would be. Um, anyway, so I, I found that match to be interesting uh i kind of agree with byron that the eddie edwards storyline with sammy is going somewhere um you know the whole carnage the carnage afterwards yeah i saw impact oh i'll get there i'll get there i want to watch that should i watch it yes you should absolutely watch impact this impact no you should absolutely watch Impact this week. I have a question, wrestling community. Why are so many wrestlers blocking one of the hottest podcasts off of Twitter? Wait, no, 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 no. The podcast is not blocked. No, no. no. Podcast is fine. The question what is, do, Titus? why are so many wrestlers blocking one of the hosts of a popular wrestling podcast? You think he listened to me? compare him unfavorably to everyone else in the world like 20 minutes ago did you tweet about him somewhere i did i tweeted the gif like everyone and you did and i just wrote this is all i need to know about wrestling in 2018 <laughs> what <laughs> you were calling him in your world the biggest star in professional wrestling in 2018 and he blocked you that's not nice you were giving him you a compliment he may have blocked me a long time ago because I was incessant about how Titus Worldwide was ripping off famous B Enterprises. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. That's probably why he blocked all costs, too. <laughs> <laughs> Titus. 
Uh, no. Titus, he hasn't blocked me. 1 800 423. Fuck you, Titus. Wow. He's he's a gator, isn't he? He's a gator on all that shit. Justin, how can we watch Impact on, um, on demand this week. I will, uh, I will give you that information shortly. Um, so, um, for anybody who's been watching the show, uh, Casey talked earlier about the t-shirts. I am going to post a link into the comment section. So if you want the discount on our new shirts, um, jump all up in the comments and check these bad boys out. Yeah. And also it wasn't Casey. It was Mama Mankind. Oh, that's correct. The uh, the Jimske Natamura t-shirt now on sale, 10% off. If you click that link that is in the chat room. You know, yeah. you, you know that I just did that. So we have to do a shirt with me dressed as Mankind on the front of it, right? Sure. And then also, we also have... Yeah. Uh, we also have this... Uh, shirt here this flat tire shirt so those the, are the, the two shirt yes those the, are the two shirts right now that you can get for a discount only from the chat room i'm not posting these on twitter or any place else you will have to have watched this show up until this point yeah. so again to, the flat tire shirt yeah. is a tribute to our shirt designer yeah. charlie who is the guy that um imprisoned uh dante fox and kill shot in the Vietnam War. No, and no, 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 different, no, different Charlie. I'm pretty sure that it's the no. same Charlie in the sweatshops that make our shirts. No, no, I, no, no, different, different altogether. Completely not that. No. He's an so Italian guy. He's an Italian guy from Cleveland. Uh, all I know is that the shirt is a picture of a giant scrotum flat no, on the no, It's not. It's it's the flat tire symbol because he had a lung deflated. Like he. he like Sid. Yeah, yeah. It's one. It's it's one of only. You know, it's it's just one way that Charlie is like Sid. There's many beautiful ways that Charlie is like Sid. I won't discuss them all now. Right. Is he good at softball? He might be. Yeah, he actually, might yeah, be. he actually kind of is. <laughs> um, but also check out the Jimske Natamura Jimske Nat Natamura T-shirt. It's a pretty sweet design done by yeah. Meefloaf there. Yeah. Um, Outsourced. An actual photograph of Jim as Shinsuke Nakamura from WrestleMania. Um, it is not photoshopped; like the, the, it's photoshopped for design purposes. But the picture of Jim being Shinsuke Nakamura is not his face photoshopped onto Shinsuke Nakamura. It's Jim actually dressed up like Shinsuke yeah. Nakamura. So, so when you look at that picture, that, that bulge is not photoshopped either. That is all Big Jim and the twins right mm -hmm. there, baby. Wow. He goes to the gym every day. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Wow. I don't know what he's if lifting you're at the gym. a professional wrestler and you want to wear our shirts and have a picture of them, we'll post them for free. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll even, we'll even kind of like work them into the show like Jim's WrestleMania pictures. It's kind of hard to figure out. Like that's actually asking a lot from us. So that shows how much we appreciate it. All right. And so Justin will do all the work. Those are the links right there for your discount. Um, all right. We got to talk oh, about wait, wait. Justin, Justin, yeah. Justin. You forgot to mention the best shirt. Come on. I can't have that Jimske shit outselling the where is Casey shirt. 
The Where's Casey shirt isn't on sale right now, though. <sighs> okay, even better. Because you know what you pay for, people? You even pay better. You pay full price for quality. You pay full price for a shirt that makes you look good. That makes I don't you even know if the, the Where's Casey shirt's available at Teespring right now. I have to go I, look. I clicked on it recently, man. So if you guys want a shirt that may cost a little more, but it'll make your titties look <laughs> luscious, it's going to be this shirt right here. Where is Casey? Thank you. Ah, why is there video on Casey's feed? All right. So... He's been off and on video all day. So uh, the only other thing I really want to talk about from Impact, uh, the Eddie Edwards thing was a hot angle with Sammy Callahan. I'm glad they're still going there. I love the crossover with House of Hardcore and Tommy Dreamer. That was the perfect way to do it. Um, Ali Impact goes over on Sue Young. I Yeah, okay. Here's my thing about Sue Young. She has a cool gimmick, and she's doing her thing. She needs, like... Um, and she can work, but she needs someone with veteran experience to like walk her through and fine tune it for the big stage. Isn't oh, that dude. Braxton Sutter? You don't think that's why they're pairing those two up? No, I don't know who that Mike Knox looking motherfucker is. And I, I don't give a shit. You guys have to, uh, you guys have to think a little more internationally here. Do you know who Sue Young is teaming with in Japan? Muda? Chris Wolf? The, the fucking zombie girl Maho Karone? Fuck oh yeah, there but here's the thing: when she has an impact entrance on a pay per view, they need to have it choreographed with the like. Look at Finn Balor's entrance. Right, do right, something right. similar to that because she has the makeup and she's doing poses. It doesn't get the shots. Uh, look, it just doesn't rate yet. It's just that simple. They haven't figured out a way to make it translate. It doesn't rate. Yeah, it's not getting over yet. I don't know what they're gonna do with Sue Young, but whatever it is. I mean, I think also, they're going to have her take the strap off of Allie, but I don't know I what think, the purpose that yeah. serves. I think Sue Young is great and blah, 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 blah. But I don't think a 70-pound woman should be doing a mandible claw. All right. Well, let's get to the interesting part because the, the – the, Somebody the, say mandible claw. Sorry. Ah! <laughs> um, so your, your headliner – after a certain Alberto Del Rio uh, got fired from the company is now Austin Aries versus Ray Phoenix versus Pentagon in a three-way for the impact title. And uh, it was great. The match was fire. Uh, mm -hmm. Like all the spots were good. Uh, I was on the edge of my seat. I did not believe that Penta or Phoenix would win this match. I figured there'd either yeah. be interference or, um, Aries would find a way to go over, capitalizing on maybe something that Phoenix and Penta have done themselves. Uh, Byron, with them too. did ah! you have something against the mandible claw? Because I have a friend for you that you missed earlier. Do you want to see him? No. Mr. Pink Socko! <laughs> That's so gross. So you, I mean, does anybody remember I mean, the cartoon dog? What cartoon? Doug. Hmm? Doug? Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. I, I fucking hate that I thought Doug. all you guys had in England was Danger Mouse and Peppa Pig. Oh, we had Hey Arnold. Oh, fucking yeah. Count, hey Arnold. count Duckula, bro. Count Duckula. Oh, yeah, ouch. Anyway, so Trapped Pentagon off. actually, after a crazy 450 splash on Penta and Phoenix from Ares, uh, Pentagon actually 
hits the Penta driver on Aries for the win. Clean. Holy shit. Pentagon Jr. is now the Impact World Champion. Casey, how do you feel about this? Somebody put the belt on Pentagon without making you suffer through an entire season to see it not happen. Is this hot shotting or is this a good thing? No, dude, it just proves that Impact is where all the great writers work. (laughs) I'm going to tell DJ and Roach you said that. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Because they may have good cameramen on their side that don't miss dives, but I've never seen Sexy Star win the Impact title. So there you go. It could still happen, but I doubt it. Conan you seems have to go to. You just have to go to luchacentral.com to watch a video where Lucha Underground writer Chris Roach well, has a movie out right now, Truth or Dare, in theaters now. You should go watch it. Yes, it um, is. He explains why they did that and what purpose it served and that makes a lot of sense it does it doesn't mean i liked it but i've never ever ever been a sexy star fan even when I she think, play but <laughs> i think if they were going to have mundo do that sort of stuff she was the person that it would be the most fun to do it to i don't know would you think uh would you think that maybe it would be like if evie was healthy he said no but after that match Evie had with Mil Muertes, I'm just repeating shit I said a year ago now. That's why these best of videos, people are giving me shit yeah. for stuff I said a year ago. It's like... But I think I think if, if it's Eva Lee, she gets booked stronger. Sexy Star didn't win the title to be strong. She won the title to get fucked over by Johnny Mundo. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. I'll have more Leaf to say about Leaf. this after we see some new things, but yeah. Leaf has had enough of your shit. Oh, shit. No, he got shut down because um, we're considered a video nasty now in the, uni- in the United Kingdom. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're banned. Uh, it's because we talked about ninjas and didn't say hero instead. Fuck. Fuck. We, Typical. We should have said we liked Shokosugi hero movies and Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles, and we would have been fine. So yeah. you're saying we can't say the, the ninja word? No, no, I we, that's just add it to another N word we're not allowed to say on the show. Oh, there's so many, and they're all good ones. <laughs> You're too close to Tampa again, Byron. <laughs> oh, sorry, horrible human being. <laughs> oh, oh, the the chat pops for that though. They're all really raised. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're horrible good for them. No, I'm just kidding. The chat didn't pop for that. Uh, but <laughs> good seen for them. Uh, Paul Cross with the quote. <laughs> Paul Cross with the quote of the decade says, I can't unsee balls. I'm not going to give any context on that, but when we do our official Paul Cross chat room King shirt, because I, I have named Paul Cross the king of the chat room, and the only other person I'll call king is Sid, so that is a great compliment. We'll put um, something about balls on it. If you guys wanted to know what we're talking about, here's the article in the chat room for uh, – the link to the Chris Roach story. You guys got to check that out after the show. Um, Give us a thumbs up or whatever. Here's the link to the Where's Casey shirt. I'm monitoring this shit. Hey, Rebecca Locke. Hey, Rebecca. What's up, lady? They're Uh, actually wants to know when there's going to be a Byron theme shirt that says say no to pedos. Oh, shit. I would buy that. 100% anti-pedo. I would Byron does mark. Byron does have a shirt that is available called Mark. It just says Mark on it. It's <laughs> beautiful. 
beautiful. It's perfect. Oh, shit. No, we can do a shirt like the Los Guapos shirt that says a thousand percent no pedo. <laughs> it would be amazing. Pedos um, del Mall. No, wait, that's opposite. Pedos del Mall. Oh man. Um, speaking. Of, oh, okay. Um, speaking of actually speaking on a that needs to happen. Un un uh, completely unrelated thing. I saw uh, I saw like a, a fourteen year old kid wearing a Villain Club shirt at the mall today. Just saying, no reason. That's awesome. Mm. I, I saw someone that was very suspect saying that Byron looked cute. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, Mr. Krabs. With his, with his curly hair and his stubble. <laughs> Dear Lord. <laughs> that was a real tweet, Byron. I don't know if you've seen it yet. That's a thing. I see them all. You have some, you have some lady admirers. Maybe I'm, she I'm familiar. Me. Maybe she went to Titus and said, Byron's sexier than you, bitch. And that's why he blocked you. Well, Sammy Titus Guevara a- is, by the way, Sammy Guevara is debuting in AAA soon. That has been announced. Yeah. But new to Central. who is he debuting for? Him well, and someone else is debuting. I mean, this is like, is is this more of the Conan thing? Is he going to fight? Does he seem angry to you, Justin? Hmm? Isn't he about to fight? Walter PWG. Oh shit! So he's gonna oh. die before he gets there. Fuck. He did a Macho Man sit in on the last show. He sat in a chair and he's like, "I'm gonna get. I'm not coming back, you motherfuckers." All right. So the okay, we've well, talked about it. We're like we're we're kind of in the middle of talking about the Pentagon thing. Um, it is official. Conan is uh, saying that he is returning to AAA. As a booker, writer, and even possibly wrestling, we know that he wants to do a farewell tour, which is part of, uh, you know, trying to rehab from his surgery recently. Um, you know, good for him, man. Conan seems like he wants to to have his big hurrah. I still think it's bigger than just AAA. I think that he's going to do all of these things. I, I, I think that's been his plan for a while. Um, you know, and I don't know how it all ties together between Arrow Lucha, MLW, Impact, AAA. Um, I feel like if he's really working AAA and doing more than just TV at AAA, that's a taxing job, as Vampiro can tell you. <laughs> that no. that not necessarily anybody wants. But my honest, my sincere hope is that honestly, um, they bring him in, do the big Mad Angle thing have him book some of the stuff, still have Vampiro on for a while as they're building this feud and kind of go through a more transitional period where everyone can still get some heat in the rub over at Impact. Um, Maybe stay clear of Impact, and we'll see. Um, Obviously, Conan is not going to be a part of Season 4 of Lucha Underground because it's already taped. Um, Mm -hmm. But who knows? Maybe even in the future, maybe he even repairs, you know, mends the fences over there. Oh, I would be fucking surprised, bro. Oh, my God. But, you think hey, so? You know what? He's mended them multiple times at AAA, so it is what it is, sir. I never say never in wrestling anymore. I mean, you look at it, it's like the Lucha Underground locker room. They're all friends with Conan. Honestly, after Ultimate Warrior getting put in the Hall of Fame, I stopped saying never about wrestling, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, well, can we say that Chris Benoit will never get in the Hall of Fame? Is that the one one never we can actually say? I think you can say never Benoit and never Owen Hart because his wife won't let it happen. Mm. And uh, I don't know if you can even say never Owen Hart. 
because eventually she's going to pass away. And I think maybe then they do it, even if it's oh, owned by Fox or some other company. They get the kids doing it. Yeah. It might be 60. It might be 60 years from now, but I think Owen gets in eventually and and Benoit never does. Um, anyway, so yes, Conan is officially in AAA now. So I think that that means that we'll see him debut with the Mad Group at some point in the near future. I don't know when their next big taping is. They got to run these episodes off first. Um, but between Impact, AAA, we know there's some good stuff going on, and we know that he's helping out MLW, Aero Lucha, and uh, maybe even House of Hardcore. We'll see. Anyway, um, Penta winning the belt. He's officially a two-promotion champion right now, currently, today, um, and that's awesome. I do wonder... Look, it pops It pops everything. I, I don't know what their TV numbers were from this week. I wonder if it brought TNA TV up. I don't it's, even know what channel TNA TV is on, dude. It's on Pop, which used to be the TV Guide channel. So whatever used to be your TV Guide channel is probably uh, <laughs> now Pop, which is where you would find it. Does that it mean I don't get like fashion too. shows with Joan Rivers' daughter shitting on people's fashion sense anymore? <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what else is on pop. Our Big Brother After Dark was on pop. I know that. Destination America. So, I think that I'm torn about this Pentagon thing. I really like the angle. I was really pleasantly surprised that they put the belt on him. I really, I really did not see that coming. I, I would have, yeah. I would have guessed Phoenix over Pentagon. Honestly, it's a great call. I just. I mean, maybe DJ has me programmed now to not <laughs> think or expect good things are going to happen to Pentagon. Oh, yeah. It bothers, yeah. Me, that, <laughs> it bothers yes. me that Austin Aries comes out with like five belts and Pentagon can't come out with a Lucha Underground belt. Well, you know, and that's a, that is a, a, a very distinct and weird issue, which would have, if he was walking around with his Lucha Underground belt, it would have solved many problems. And I also think it'd be great free promotion for them. I get it. When he's off doing AAW and PWG and uh, Wrestle Circus and all the places that he's been over the last year. Yeah, you don't let him take around your belt because you don't want some upstart indie promotion mm -hmm. to throw down your belt or do some angle with your Lucha Underground title. I get that. But going out to Impact tapings for two or three days, somebody should have sent the belt with him. Even if you mm -hmm. send a representative, some kid that works for MGM or El Rey or Factory Made or whoever, Lucha Libre, oh, FMV, no. LLC, I don't care. Pay some kid two or three hundred dollars a day and fly him with Pentagon to watch the damn belt and only let him take it out I of the case for, for free situations. I would have done it for free. You know, come on. Pentagon Dark has the belt. No, yeah. Pentagon Jr. has the impact title is what I said, Paul. He's wearing a Penta Zero M mask, too, just to make it more complicated. Pentagon Dark has the Lucha Underground title. Pentagon Jr. has the impact title. It's all Pentagon. It is different gimmicks and licensing, but it's all Pentagon. But at the same time, they should have let him bring the belt out. If they're going to refer to his Lucha Underground storylines, we should see that they're represented. Yeah. I mean, if Lucha, if what Lucha Underground wants is the rub for people to come and watch their show, 
here's the world seeing your champion, you know, before he's had his big run. Why not get the rub from this? Like, yeah, you have another company's champion on your show. Why wouldn't you advertise that? Yeah. And, and impact honestly has done a pretty good job of, of dropping plugs for Lucha underground. Um, you know, they, they repeated the, the premiere date. They're talking about the show. They're talking about why these guys are great in Lucha underground. Um, Got to get the belt out there. Put it, especially like if he's going to show up at AAA and they don't do it there where Dorian is right there. I, I will, I will just lose my mind. That will make the absolute least amount of sense. If Pentagon and any of his three incarnations shows up in AAA without his belt, I'll be furious. And this isn't the same as like, you know, Willie Mack and Killshot and uh, Dante Fox having their trios titles out there. This is different. Yeah. Like, it's just different. Why wouldn't you have the Lucha belt on AAA when the AAA belts were all Lucha? Well, that's what I'm saying. So if they do yeah. it there, if, if Pentagon shows up there without the belt, um, it just won't make any sense. Anyway, and especially for this, when they're trying to hype it up, I just wish there had been more foresight, foresight into this whole thing. The, but the weird thing is, part of the problem is there is no daily Lucha Underground office mm-hmm. to be looking at these things. Mm-hmm. You know, they all got together right after the season and came up with the, you know, doing the impact thing. And actually, that a lot of that stuff happened during and before the season. Once Eric Van Wagner came on this show, by the way, and announced that guys were going to be let out of their contracts or mm-hmm. let out of the rigidness of their contracts, even though they still have them, mm-hmm. which was announced on this show. Um, mm-hmm. After that, I believe that they did start cutting those deals. They did start talking to these other promotions because they were trying to cast the season and figure out who they were going to get and where and who was going to come in. Um, you're going to see some of those surprises, and we can't talk about some of them immediately but obviously people know that um impact is one of those um there's another one that we have been talking about today that also i know provided some talent that you will see uh very early in the season um big name by the way and and there is a lot of that going on so those trades were made lucha underground was actually the first company to use the guys from the other people's companies they you just haven't seen it they taped first and they're going to air last, which is also unfortunate in this scenario because, like many things in the wrestling world, what's hot right now is this stuff that's going on in Impact. Um, I don't know if Lucha Underground's going to retain that same heat, but having these guys out there talking about it and being on Impact right now is exactly what you want. It's free advertising on someone else's network. They even mentioned El Rey this, this last week on Pop. Those are two unaffiliated companies. You know what? I got, a bone, I got a bone to pick, Justin, because I forgot that I just opened a pack of Garbage Pail Kids. And why must even the Garbage Pail Kids remind me that I don't have my muscle figures yet? And why must they also remind me that Paul Cross already got his? Mad Paul. <laughs> Look at that. So Garbage Pail Kids are on my shit list. We got we to gotta talk to Klein Rock and get you these damn muscle figures before you lose oh, your goddamn mind. Oh, they're on their way. They shipped. I'm just I getting know. <laughs> um, Is Byron so, Domino's? 
Anyway, that, I mean, that's all I have to say about the Pentagon impact thing. Me personally, I don't know if you guys have anything else you want to add about it. I, I am very proud of him. I'm very proud of what Conan has done. Uh, I'm very excited to see where it goes. I still believe that Pentagon Dark in Lucha Underground will be my more favorite version of the character. <laughs> um, we'll see how this feud with Austin Aries and everybody else in Impact goes because on the the, the Thursday night Impact, um, Impact on Pop, you know, we had the the attack of Mad in there. Um, Aries brought back the old belt, the, the whatever their mega champion impact belt was what's that thing called uh oh god they've called it like 10 different things like it was the legends belt and then like the he brought, anyway he brought out the other belt which i thought was a great storyline he was like yeah don't worry guys i know this uh this invader took our one belt but i've got this one when he was addressing the whole locker room in a, in a skit that i thought was probably the best vignette on the show all i gotta say is i hope lucha underground's returns the calls of wrestle arts new generation because the wang office is always open rest assured and we will make pentagon the very first wang champion if he can beat the mighty jason the terrible and sid in a triple threat match and if i can't get jason the terrible or sid i will bring you roy the terrible and i'll bring you a guy named psycho sydney and we'll see (laughs) what about francis the mediocre francis the mediocre i like it I like. I think. I think his first defense, if he does win, will have to be against uh, Inward Taker. Okay. Um, that guy's a legend. He's he's yeah. gonna be our cruiserweight <laughs> champion, even though he's not a cruiserweight. Um, but I'm gonna give him the cruiserweight championship. Okay. And uh, the reason for that is because I'm gonna have him go to all the other promotions and steal their cruiserweight titles, and then. The N-word taker is going to be the Super J-Crown champion. Mark my words. Mark my words. So uh, Penta does show up on Impact on Pop this week. He does not wrestle, but he gets into the ring, kind of gets in everyone's face. Pretty much everybody on the show called him out at one point or another, including Moose. It's a bad move. It's a bad move. The guy breaks people's fucking arms and murders them. Yeah. Titus O'Neil would be if he had talent and was. um, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Why are you tripping like Titus O'Neil? Oh! Titus? Tripping like Titus O'Neil. That is some cold shit. Titus has plenty of talent. There is not another performer that you could name that could dive like that. (laughs) And not die. You've seen guys dive off the top rope. You've seen guys dive through the ropes. You've seen guys do backflip dives off the rope. You've never seen a guy dive under the whole ring before. That's some new and innovative shit. Actually, you know what? It was a fucked up entrance in one of the WWE games that was called Clumsy. And you could do that, which is pretty funny. Like, first you trip at the top of the ramp and then roll down the ramp, and then you get up and you'd slip and fly under the ring. Okay, I got to say this. It's just weird that they put Dana Brooke in the group to be the clumsy one. And Titus. It's weird that you guys keep mispronouncing his name. It's clearly Titus. And come on. Hoo-ya, hoo-ya, hoo-ya. Look, Look, the most amazing part about that, go back and watch the video. You would think that he actually trips on the seam where the ramp hits the matting. Nope. He actually gets over that and then just trips right on his own toe. Yeah. It's like in the middle of the mat. I thought the same thing. It looks like to me, like he just put too much. 
It looks to me like he just was I putting too much weight forward and he just kept running. They should make him for safety purposes. Titus O'Neil, the guy that only kneels so he can walk to the ring on his knees so he can't fall and hurt himself. Oh, Neil. Oh, both carrying kegs. Oh, man. I do have to turn you back up, though, Mief, because you're a bit quiet now. Turn my headphones up. Um, What? That was really the only thing to discuss from that whole Greatest Royal Rumble show, honestly. Did Taker kill someone? Um... Rusev, again. Yeah, uh, Taker Rusev was terrible. Um, yeah. Taker buried Rusev, literally and figuratively. Band-aid in wow. English on top of him. Uh, he didn't put them in a 69 position when he did it, though, so it wasn't as funny as it could have been. But Oh, that was really just... That was sad. Uh, but, but... Hi, Alexis. Yeah. Sorry, uh, go ahead. Shinsuke AJ was good, and they... <laughs> They called uh, Shinsuke the king of cock punches or something on commentary. I mean, they said it nicer than that. But I would buy a king of cock punch shirt in a second. I love his new music. It's genius. I have to say, I liked the uh, the Hardy-Wyatt versus Barr match and result. I liked all the human rights violations. Um, like, none of the women uh, being allowed on the show, and Sami Zayn not being allowed on the show because he's of Syrian heritage. Oh, um, really? But, but we're supposed to be cool with it because it's that video package uh, showed, hey, we're letting yeah. ladies thrive now. No, they got in trouble for the and video they, package for showing female wrestler prostitutes. They made Black Panther big. Yeah. You know, look, look, even black folks are more over in Saudi Arabia than women. Dude, that sumo guy was more over than any of the fucking wrestlers. Japanese dudes are way over in Saudi Arabia. What the fuck? The great Kali is ridiculously huge. Okay, but so here's here's the question. Here's the question. This is like the whole like when Hong Kong reverted to China thing to me. It's like, do you let it happen? in hopes that this is the way to start making a change by letting our culture seep in, you know, and if you look at the, the, the Hong Kong and China thing, that's kind of what happened It's like, you know, the rights were up England Meef's people had to give Hong Kong back, but it kind of worked. It turned them into this whole new capitalism, you know, money hungry society, which may have its other detriments, but in the short term, it kind of worked to keep China from being this communist superpower. They, they and, are now killing people, trying to get them out of the ho- like the farmland whilst they expand cities. Well, exactly. But at the same time, this is the question. Are these kind of tactics where like WWE is going along with Saudi Arabia? They're saying, yes, we will. A, we want your money. B, we want to expose you to this type of entertainment and maybe break down some barriers. So we will go along with your level of censorship. Is that acceptable? Or because a country, because you don't agree with some of their policies, is it is it a bad idea? Well, it depends on how big of an asshole the guy running the company is. And we know Vince McMahon's a huge fucking asshole, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) Well, I think they were offered so much money that it just they had to do it and anyone would do it from what i heard oh, wow wow but, guys breaking news breaking news on my youtube recommendations right under the mmm show there's a full osaka pro wrestling no cut spice series volume one dvd 90 minutes of osaka pro 
The person's name is Roy Lucier. Add it to your watch later list. You'll thank me later. It's got Kashyyyk and Yaman on it. I think all in all, I think all in all, the Saudi Arabia show was a glorified house show that I don't think people really got paid extra for. And I think by and large, everyone had some sort of moral objection to it, whether or not it was big enough for them to like bring it into the workplace or not. I'm sure no one is really happy about going there with, with you know the differences in their culture and how yeah, even though they might be honestly like, don't care yeah. the travel sucks too <laughs> it's like, generally don't care but you know, um i was on board with the lazy boys in the audience though like those chairs oh. look pretty fucking comfortable like well, that it was so weird though because it was only the the whole hard camera side was only royalty <laughs> and uh government officials and they were in those big cushy chairs and then there was security separating them from everyone who was at the ramp side like they let um low level officials i think have the ramp side tickets and then everyone else the whole rest of the stadium was packed up in the outer spot but there was all this room on the floor and i was like are they doing when they do their prayer break are they using that space for prayers or something like why did they leave 60 uh, percent of the floor was, uh, empty stretch room leg room it, man it's like they're going to only ha- in november women could only be there with men with their partner. Right. And, and then single men weren't allowed on the floor. They had to be in the second tier. I heard I heard a woman could be there as long as she was being actively spit upon by at least five men. Oh, stop. Wow. I just read that. <laughs> well, fair clearly Guys, I, we're, we're losing sight of the cushy chairs, which I think should be a <laughs> thing. Because I know... I know all of you guys have been to indie shows, and I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna oh, call out PWG. I'm gonna I'm gonna call out PWG. I'm gonna call out the blessed Lucha Underground. Even your seats suck. I don't like sitting for six hours feeling like I've been getting butt fucked the whole time. Get some nice cushy hey, chairs. Jim. Thank you. You should have gone this year. All yeah. all the chairs that are not bleachers at Lucha Underground were padded wooden seats. They were much better. Not good enough. I need a little kick out leg thing. I need like a butt massage, like vibrate. You only need the edge of the seat, bro. Just sit on Byron's lap again. I said I don't want to feel like I'm butt fucked for six hours, Justin. I know he finishes. Again, I said sit on Byron's lap. You won't feel anything. Oh, that's true. Oh, you feel something. (laughs) Yeah, um, I wish. They tie the chairs together. Yeah, they do that at Lucha Underground, too. They're they're zip tied together. Oh man, I remember standing on the chairs at a wrestling show and those tied together chairs just all gave way and everyone like died. It fucking sucked. The the problem with Lucha Underground having the chairs tied together is when the wrestlers say move and you're in one of those rows where there's not really a place to move to and all the chairs are tied together. Mm -hmm. Um, And then some poor luchador gets bowled into you like in the bowling alley section and then you're just kind of caught in the mangle of chairs like there's a point in time when the chairs need to be cut apart or they need to do smaller blocks of them tied together. Yeah, plus if they're tied together, who's going to hit someone with them? You know what I mean? Like, you got to have some separate-ass chairs because, you know, Braun Strowman would hit someone with a fucking lazy boy. I will say this. There was there were a lot of people at Lucha Underground shows uh, cutting the zip tar- ties apart. A lot of... Uh, a lot of bigger gentlemen, especially, that did not want to sit on top of their friends that were accompanying them to the shows. People were cutting the zip ties so they could spread out their chairs a little bit. It's smart. I had to sit on the edge of a seat at the last show I went to, like for three fucking hours, 
and my spine just killing. Yeah. Because, like, I was, I'm not the smallest dude, but, like, there was a big dude next to me, a big dude the other way, so I was like, I sat in front of them. Yeah, that's <laughs> not what you want. Like, yeah. Speaking of big dudes, why was you don't there wanna, one, yeah, one member of Heavy Machinery in the Royal Rumble? I, or did I miss one? No, like, just one. Stakes and weights. Stakes and weights. Yeah, it was only the dude that looks like Roadblock. Where was the other guy? Okay, look, here's the thing about this Royal Rumble. That might have been more entrance than ever before, but it so was great. like everyone from 9 to 23 was... Shitty tag wrestlers. Oh, yeah, and just <laughs> pointlessly pointless. <laughs> like, but, hey, Daniel painful. Bryan got longevity, big casts. Fuck big ass and Braun won, which is awesome. I love Braun Strowman. I and he killed Shane McMahon just because he was there. That was awesome. Now, is it is it wrong of me to have for a second been excited because I thought Big Cass was Test? <laughs> you I thought it would be great to have Test was coming to the ring, and I was yeah, like, you, you just thought that the Saudis were like really big fans of Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, they have a lot less like, environment restrictions. Tested. They have less environmental restrictions, dude. They could have brought tests back. Oh, so you have like dead wrestlers, but they're not like infecting your food. I think yeah. current day test is still in better shape than Cass. <laughs> definitely definitely <laughs> smaller, smaller man titties, but uh, yeah. Um, well, at least yeah, Cass is on the show with his girl now, right? Are, are they both Ooh. finally on the same show together? Are they broken up? They uh, broke up, bro. Oh, did they? Yeah, well, I heard. Good. I heard. I heard. Uh, one of the Bella twins is available now. Maybe he can hook it up. Well, they're reshooting. They're reshooting Total Bellas. Did you? Hey, Byron, you you heard the same thing that Big Cass was a total asshole to her, right? Like that no, story. I, I may have heard it. For, I probably heard it from you. He probably started that rumor. And he's also <laughs> like he's also like pro Trump and shit. Um, um, he's a big dumb idiot in general. He, he looks like I don't a know. Kid Rock, so. Hey, before I forget, I gotta tell people um, on Saturday, May fifth, which is Cinco de Mayo, um, Mav Pro is running at the Burbank Moose Lodge again, um, and they have a huge event coming up. Chris Bay will be defending his Maverick Pro World Title that he took off of Kevin Cross. Um, Cross is supposed to be facing uh, Simon Gotch. Or Simon Grimm, whatever name he goes by now. Yeah, Simon Grimm. Um, I know Katarina will be there, and I think yes. does she have? She has. Uh, Are we forgetting fucking Sumi Sakai is gonna be there? Come on, come on! Oh my God, Sumi Sakai is gonna be there. Yeah, I don't know if I knew that. Did I know that? I think she's on the poster. Or am I just like imagining things? Because I was gonna go, but it's a bad homework time, so I can't. Um, oh my god, are you kidding no. me? You gotta come with me, dude. Honestly, also- dude, I can't. I got my unit plan due the Wednesday after. I need the whole weekend, unfortunately. Oh, that sucks. Because it's this weekend coming up, right? Like the the fifth, yeah. The fifth, yeah, it's yeah. a Saturday. Yeah, my shit's due the ninth, man. I, or I would be there. I'm down for the next one though, and my friends will probably want to come too. Oh, the <laughs> next one's going to be the big ECW one, but right. they uh, they also just announced that Tommy Dreamer cannot make it, which I find interesting. There's not enough pie in Burbank. I don't know. Maybe maybe he's going to show up somewhere else for some reason. Hmm. Pie eating contest, dude. You know that scene in Stand By Me was about him? Stop it. Confirmed. Unconfirmed. (laughs) Completely unconfirmed. (laughs) We'll have to ask Cross when he comes on again, if that's true. 
Okay, so the name of the event is Killing Time. And I don't have a... Oh, How do we find out what? Just announced today. Guess who's going to be there that you're going to miss? Hmm. Chelsea Green. What? I don't know who that is. She's awesome. And along came a spider and sat down beside her. Yeah, Chelsea Green's going to be there. Awesome. Wow, spoilers. I didn't yeah. even even I got that one. Jesus. Come on. Well, when I added wow. that, that, that is true, Justin. That was a big yeah, one. Norm, Norm is in fucking Jericho's <laughs> hotel room. That's amazing. Yeah. You, well, not at the same time. Um, let's see. I don't yeah, think. So as as gonna be there, I think Rachel Ellering is going to be facing against Katarina for the Maverick Women's Champion. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so I saw her on the poster. Is Sumi Sakai not listed? Because I could have sworn. No, she- Sumi Sakai is on the poster. I think she is facing Diana Perrazzo, which should be a great match. Dude, any um, any combination of those four would be a good women's match for sure. Uh, I believe it's Adam Brooks versus Chris Bay for the title and Cross versus Simon Grimm, uh, as he is called on in the Indies whoa, now. Whoa, Cross is there because he's not on the fucking poster. What's up with that? Doesn't he have a broken rib still? I don't know. I'm pretty sure that he's supposed to be facing... Uh, why Why isn't... Why isn't <laughs> well, the poster... The poster doesn't have Katarina on it either. And she's the current champ. Yeah. Yeah. Where's, where's yeah. Sir Cross at, you know, fucking Emperor Cross, hashtag Emperor Cross. Where's he at? Shit. Photoshop that later. And then fucking. He's oh. tagged in all the social media for the website though. So I think he's still going to be there. Okay. That's cool. They should put him on the poster. They should put Katarina on the poster. Yeah, they should put Sid on there, even if he's not going to wrestle on the show, just to have him. Maybe yeah, like, but I, I want to be on the poster. Here's the other thing too. It's like I'm pretty sure that it's close to being sold out as it is. Do you even need them on the poster? Like, put over the new kids. Look, man, yeah, your new kid to put over stole the title from Killer Cross and yeah, fucking Look, Grant Larceny. I'm getting I'm getting less and less mad about it all the time. I, I Chris Bay's a good kid and he, he's a deserving champion because he did it in such a dastardly way. If you really think about it, if you're if you find any way to go over on cross, like how long did he hold that FSW title? How many millions of other kids could have worked their way up if they had really gotten that belt? He didn't he drop to anyone under any circumstances. <sighs> yeah, he won it when Justin was years old. And they tried to cheat him out of it a bunch of times, too, and he still held on to it for a long, That's long time. Kevin Cross was the Bruno San Martino of FSW. Right, so what I'm saying is you seriously got to give it up to this Chris Bay kid. I mean, he really picked his shot. He waited till a moment where not only was Cross a wounded animal from being hurt by Willie Mack at uh, the House of Hardcore at WrestleCon weekend. He, he comes in with busted up ribs from that. But Chris Bay still doesn't challenge him then. He waits till after Cross has been through a brutal war with uh, JT Dunn and Kevin Lee. <laughs> and he's mm. in pieces and then cashes in. That's just smart. That's just mean, smart. I think you mean Keith Lee, Justin. Did I say Kevin Lee? Yeah, I meant Keith Lee. Sorry, I was thinking about the Motown phenom because I got to talk about some MMA no, I too. I was thinking of I was thinking of Ugg from Salute Your Shorts because his no, name. yeah, 
I am totally stoked though that Chelsea Green's gonna be there. That's yeah, awesome, dude. You need to be She's stoked great. about Sumi Sakai. She's hardcore as fuck. I'm Here's stoked about that happen. too, but I already knew she was coming. I knew Fred Yehai was gonna be there, and and uh, I'm excited about it. Anyway, Chelsea Green's gonna have, have a better English career people. than Zach Ryder. You know, I think uh, that the moral of this story is Justin's here for people that steal titles from our homies, future Wang superstar Killer Cross. It's not that. I'm just saying that if you're gonna win a title off of Cross, there's only one of two ways that you can really do yeah. it. I mean, and and the kid sure. found one of them. You got to give him credit for that. No, see what you got to do, right? Is you got to challenge him to a triple threat and then pin the other guy. Here's what you got to do. You got to stop assuming you need to fight Kevin Cross's fights for him. That's going to get your ass kicked by Kevin Cross himself. Let him handle his own business. That's a, that's a fair point. That might actually be the smartest thing that Byron said in a long, long, long time. I didn't understand it. Could you explain it to me? Don't do that. <laughs> anyway, Casey, did you watch Bellator? Fuck no. Come on. This is me you're talking to. Okay, well, go watch just the final match. Frank Mir versus the uh, so-called greatest fighter of all time. That was a dive. Okay. Um, that just, was a dive. I think we've oh. covered this. I think we've covered this on the show before, but Frank Mir is probably my least favorite fighter in UFC history. Right. So if he wins, I'm not watching it. Versus Fedor Emelianenko? Yeah, if he wins, I'm not watching it. What would well what 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 do you think would happen with Frank Mir versus Fedor Emelianenko at this I, point in time? I would think Fedor dies of a congenital heart defect and then Mir oh. wins. Hold on, it depends on if Fedor is allowed to smoke before and in between rounds because he needs that. Fedor beat that man's ass. Oh, First yeah. round knockout. Okay, I'm gonna watch it. I'll watch eh, it. it seemed a little like the fix was in. He's like mirrors facing away and he falls down and then he gets some punches on the side of his face and the mat and the fight's over. Ooh. Frank he Mir got beat up crazy. And won. Trust me. Frank Mir was down for real. He got beat up worse by Brock and won. Did Frank Mir still have that stupid fucking haircut? He has a stupid fucking face on. Yeah. It's true. Fedor, Fedor won that fight. I think Fedor won that fight fair and square. It was exciting for however short it lasted. Justice um, for Brock. Justice for Brock. It's worth oh, watching. Yeah. Um, look, Brock, Brock and, and Mir can face off in UFC. <laughs> Not that I think... Uh, whilst I was away, whilst it's I was just, away, did we miss... Did, did we talk about the whole uh, Enzo's legs? Does Meef know how to speak English? Did we talk about what, Meef? Roman Reigns' legs. No. Uh, and before we change about. subjects, I just want to bring up that Fedor won, and it was a fix, and it's just another classic example of the Russians corrupting uh, legitimate competitions. Hey, listen, pal. First of all, Russians created sports. <laughs> and second of all, I think you're forgetting how great Ivan Drago is, and Fedor is his dad. Just remember that. No, no, I'm not saying Fedor needed the help to win, but it was a total fix. 
He fucking like he shoved over Mir like he was on a playground, hey, and then Mir was like, dies, right, dies. If he dies, he dies, Byron. It just reminded me of the last Mickey Rourke boxing fight I, I watched. Oh, Jesus Christ. Remember when he used to get his face all fucked up because he couldn't box? That was amazing. Except for that last one. So my question is, and I don't know <laughs> if I know the answer to this, is who he gets next. Oh, I guess you don't know yet because the next round, you have to get to the next round. Is there a bracket somewhere for this thing? Which one are we talking about? You know Bellator what? Oh. That podunk fucking company, I'm going to say no, and that they're just making it up as they go along because the last one, everyone got injured and none of the fights actually happened anyway. I will say on that subject that the UFC fights earlier oh, in the week. Bellator really unveils good. official bracket. I'm at MMAfighting.com right now. I got to give them some love. I'm really so, eyeballing this Your Hunter of the Future uh, 35th anniversary <laughs> So it'll be Chael because it was Rampage versus Sonnen um, in the first round and Sonnen won. And then Fedor versus Mir in that same side of the bracket. So uh, Fedor moves on. So it'll be Fedor versus Chael, which is the fight that that Chael's been calling for. That's amazing. I love everything about that. that Justin predicted would happen. So I want to say that one, just one of Justin's MMA predictions has come true on the MMM show. I've been so hit or miss. I was talking to Jim at the contender last night about this of like, my parlays are just toast. Like I'll pick two random weird fights that no one else on the planet would get right. I'll pick them right. And then like the most obvious one will go completely the wrong direction. I just like how I'll, I'll pick somebody. Cause I'll be like, I don't like the other guy's fucking face. And then I'll be right. And it's so- all. Awesome. Then I guess the next fight is uh, Meathead versus uh, Roy. Rob Reiner's fighting? No, Matt Mitri on the other Meathead, who looks just like that Meathead. <laughs> he does. <laughs> um, Matt Mitrione versus Roy Nelson will be next. And then the final one is supposed to be Bader versus King Mo, which is two light heavyweights, in my opinion. It's weird because I really want to see that Nelson Mitrione fight like a lot. Oh, I do too. I think yeah. that's actually probably going to be one of the best fights in the tournament. I think it's going to go longer than expected, and those boys are going to put the hurt on each other. This is going to be two big guys just pounding the fuck out of each other's faces. It's going to be great. It's the the way this bracketing was done is kind of messed up too. Because honestly, I would have loved to have seen Mitrione versus Bader and Roy versus King Mo instead. Um, you know, why are all the light heavyweights, which would be Rampage, Sun, and Bader and Mo, fighting each other? And then all the he- the real heavyweights fighting each other seems kind of strange. It's because then only one guy has to make weight at the end for the finals. Oh God! <laughs> uh, I don't know. So what were you saying about? Oh, so you're talking about the finish of the Roman Reigns cage match thing that Meef? Okay, Roman Reigns hit the fucking ground first. They botched the shit out of that finish. Oh God, that's funny because they they made a point on commentary and on the live mic it's whoever's feet not back touched the floor and uh Brock but we've seen wwe do weird finishes like this before where they want it to be wrong so that they can create controversy and make a story out of it but then they don't show the replay the way that they did this one which <laughs> which kind of sucks because like okay um, listening to the bruce pritchard show like, they were talking about that Royal Rumble that Shawn Michaels won where it was him and Davy Boy at the end and Shawn got thrown out, but he skinned the cat and came back in and threw out Davy Boy. 
And then backstage, they're like, well, what would happen if he fucks up? And they're like, we just don't show that camera angle and say his feet never touch the floor. I still think it's intentional. I think that they've been trying to work this whole story angle forever. They're trying to Vince is trying to do the thing he always does, which is to put his guy over. It's that guy versus the company versus the authority versus the, the corporation. I, I, I think, think that's what they're doing. Because at first they were like, oh, shit, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And they, they went along with the story. And then they were, when they showed the camera angle, they were just like, I think Vince was in the mic backstage just going, right, just go with it, play with Reigns has been screwed. Because they changed their tune a bit. Tell yeah. them, tell them that two knee, one knee equals two feet. Tell them. Ha. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I think it was totally, yeah, somebody in the ear yelling at Graves to, to, to say those things. I think the angle is going to be that clearly Roman won. And that, damn, I'll make something up. Who and Roman's just going to go along with it and he's just going to say, oh, the, but that's, you, that's the thing. Is anyone going to care? Is this going to make you care? No. To see what they say on Raw about it? No. That Braun have Roman, a run now. The only Roman Reigns match I'm looking forward to is Samoa Joe fucking killing him. And that's probably not going to happen, but that's the next that's match that's advertised. So wait, now, does Braun... Um, now that he's the Saudi Arabian champion of the world, does he still get to do mixed tag matches with Alexa Bliss? Or is hey, that against well, the rules while he's holding that belt? I don't think he can with that. I don't think they're allowed in the same building anymore. Um, he, she definitely, she can drive his car, but only by herself. Is she still walking crooked? It's <laughs> 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 really bow-legged all of a sudden. I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> She's always smiling anyway. Good for her. Broad. Oh, man. Okay, if I had to pick one person to win that was in there. I'm not done with you uh, yet. Get these hands. Oh. <laughs> it works for everything. It does work for everything. He needs a better catchphrase. Maybe that's man. why she's got bigger boobs. She's got bigger boobs so you can hold them. Yeah. Did she go up a size? Is that really what happened? Uh, I've been hearing these rumors and seeing these pictures and whatnot of people saying that. I, I mean, I don't know that, that I ever noticed until this, but clearly in NXT, she was a slightly smaller individual than man, she is now. People need to mind I don't know. business, man. Because you know what? When Jenny Chiro Tenryu got fucking dick implants in Japan, no one talked about that every time he wrestled. No one tweeted about it. It took the Japanese tabloids to say homeboy got dick implants. So I want all of you to know, when you watch that Royal Rumble with Tenryu and the great Kabuki helping bury the Undertaker, that one of those guys, at least one of those guys, I don't know what great Kabuki's package, got dick implants, bro. Straight up dick implant Tenryu fucking, yeah, just remember that. Now, you know, this week they had the first official penis transplant of scrotum and actual penis and vas deferens, um, just not testicles because they were ethically challenged by the fact that that would be someone else's DNA if he ever procreated. But there has been an actual penis transplant now. Wait, so like, can well, I get two? Uh, make the show. Does that mean I can get? Does that mean I could get two and have like one hook to each ball? Yeah, I don't know that you can do it for cosmetic or kink purposes. I think it still has to be an actual. Uh, what about just because accident? it's hilarious, Justin? What? What about comedy reasons? I don't know that they do organ transplants uh, for comedy. Well, fuck the Hippocratic Oath, then. Jesus Christ! I mean, now if you had if you had some willing. I think you, if you had some willing donor 
you might be able to do it. Like, look, what I think you should do is you should contact Idris Elba and say, Idris, if you ever die, can you will me your package so that I can do this thing that I want to do with it? Guys, like one fourth Virgil at best. So you wanted to be Virgil? So you had a. a You have to get clothes tailor made if you get Virgils. Yeah, you can never wear shorts again, but I don't like wearing shorts that much in public anyway. I have very white legs. You have to get like an industrial strength rope to tie your cock up. So you no, can, but see, that's the problem. Your dick is the industrial strength rope. <laughs> you what? Do you wrap it around your waist like a belt a few times? Yeah, it's like you can't like adamantium can't cut adamantium. I don't know how this conversation got here. By the way, means. we're talking about the greatest Royal Rumble, something about Saudi Arabia, and now penis. Titus O'Neil blocked me. Okay, Zeus is right. Chael, Chael isn't even really a light heavyweight. Chael is a middleweight. <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like Chael could beat Fedor. I really How feel like... UFC fights last week? I'm sorry, Paul. They can't sell our shirt to celebrate the balls transplant because it was a shaft transplant and not the balls. <laughs> they made shaft white, did they? Oh, yeah. That, dude, that would be awesome. You know, Thanos, Thanos made shaft white. You get Richard Roundtree's dick grafted to you, and then you have Shaft Shaft. Like, Wait a minute. Zeus doesn't think that Chael can beat Fedor or Emelianenko. No, he can't. You're right, Zeus. Are you guys got, kidding me? Let me tell you something. I learned one thing from Street Fighter in my life, Justin. Russian wrestling is always number one. Okay. <sighs> Chael, Chael is going to psychologically disturb Fedor before that fight. Fedor's not going to understand shit that he's saying. It's I like, know that's a big problem. That's that's <laughs> that's. I hope his translator translates everything accurately. He says you're a great man and you have a large penis. Oh, then why am I <laughs> fighting this guy? He seems nice. Byron, why are you tapping, typing in the DM? All of us are on the show except for Jim. Are you talking to Jim? You should look in the DM right now. Okay. Let's all go. We're live on the screen, but on our phones. This is... Glowed up. Hey, uh... I saw her this week at the Contender. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she was there. Hey, why why is Jim DMing about wrestling and (laughs) not fucking here? That's true. But he's not listening to the show or able to do the show. Hey, Jim, we already spoiled your whole little movie, pal. Can I talk about that movie (laughs) now? Let's not. Let's not. Let's wait until Jim's on so we can get his uncomfortable reactions to us spoiling the movie. In- I, I don't know if I'm going to be as mad at Avengers. No, don't get me wrong. First of all, go see it and then come back. I think we're going to do a show a, a little bit later this week, like Wednesday or Thursday or something. Yeah, let's give everyone a week to process. Yeah, but you won't be on the next one, Casey. So wait until the one after that, and then that, everyone will have oh no. Oh my God, I can't wait that long. Are you kidding me? I can't. I can't. I'm really want to just tell everyone Shut spoiler alert and say my shit right now. Nah, then Jim do will it. quit the show, and I don't want him to do that because we're going to get stuck with all that merch. I gave everyone three days, man. If you haven't seen it op- by opening weekend, you just suck anyway, Byron. Well, I was in fucking Virginia in a bachelor party. What? Likely story. Bachelorette party. This a bachelor party. An awful lot of parties. You ever notice that? Do we need to make a party boy Jim Velasco t-shirt? No. Yes. Do- what? Yes, I do. Yeah, that. I mean, I don't get why we got there, but I'm an, I'm for it. Zeus, you how did you what? know we were talking about Carly? 
What? <laughs> <laughs> Zeus is on it. Zeus knows what everybody is. Did he see what I wrote? I don't know. I don't think so. That's fucking not. That's fucking funny. Oh shit! I just uh, Zeus just knows can read your mind, bro. Just knows when you say what's literally on a shirt that's being worn in a picture. Oh, well, that, that he clearly has as his screensaver already. <laughs> nah, dude, his his screen his his fucking background is a picture of me with the Wang Championship draped out like Shawn Michaels and his Playgirl spread. I only send it to a select few people. Damn, Rebecca's already tried to replace Jim on this show. That's hilarious. Yes, he saw your tweet, Byron. What tweet? Zeus is the king of social media. I forgot what I said. Did you see my picture of the Wang Championship is the question. (laughs) Zeus, Zeus, can you remind me what I said? That you're the question that you're answering? Oh my god. Zeus, Zeus, can you can you only answer like Zeus would in the No Holds Barred movie? Hulk Hogan! Booty Bomber! Oh god damn. I yeah. I thought you didn't fucking say then. No, I'm I'm sorry. I I don't want to sound racist <laughs> like Justin's uh, Tejano impression, so I don't I don't do a black scent. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, world star, Justin, you're gonna let him do that? What his his Tejano impression was the the the. We need to was, submit it as the best of MMM show is what we need. I to was do. gonna say something. He did get a little Tejano earlier. Did I did? Yes, yeah, did. that will never happen again. <laughs> Wait, when? When? I didn't notice. Was this when I was away? Fuck. No. What did I do that was like, in that realm? Meef. When well, was it? I forgot. Was I saying Luchador's uh, names? Yeah, you were saying Luchador's names. Poorly? In a speedy <laughs> Gonzalez way. It's better than my uh, attempt last week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least I at least I try. No, that's good. It's it, it's it, it's good. We've just I just want to say that our chat room's pretty much a bunch of honkies, and there's a reason for that. Uh, <laughs> I'm assuming. <laughs> I've I just I mess I botched a tweet. We're missing my favorite this. black Australian in the chat room. He's not there, so it's like, fuck, man. Where's 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 Dre, man? Shit. Is is my Spanish accent worse than Kevin Kleinrock's? Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, wow, there's a question. That's like, like we go cool. down this road. <laughs> uh, it is. It is. I think we need to have you guys both on mic at the same time, saying in Spanish, "Let's not send Casey his muscle figures." <laughs> who is this? Who is this other one, Byron? This is uh, La Hydra. What do you mean? What? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I'm, just, I'm fixing something right now. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's La Hydra. Oh, that's a sigil of Baphomet. That's bad news, bro. Is that your? Is that your new fave, Byron? Is she your new fave? I didn't send that. That was Meef. Oh, Meef sent that. That's Meef's new fave. I thought you were a Chris Wolf fan. Chris Wolf is my new favorite. I was gonna say, dude, don't be, don't be yeah. changing it up on me, yeah. getting me all confused. <laughs> you guys, you guys know how like overtly satanic that tattoo is, right? Yes, I'm still a Carmen Perez guy. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I know it's been forever. I know yeah. she's gone to some foreign country with. Why, then why do you have that? I'm a Paul Heyman guy T-shirt, Justin. I do not. 
did not have that. Why do you have the I'm a Hot Tub Guy t-shirt? No, no. Of wrestling writers, I'm a Chris Roach guy. We all know that now. Are you going to buy that shirt? Though, after Chris Roach copped to the fact that he was not the writer of the the Funk Dungeon stuff, I I might actually be a DJ guy, but I just don't know if I can bring myself to say that. Yeah, the Fuck Dungeon of Doom. That's our next shirt. Oh, we need to. Yeah. I mean, we're gonna have to talk to DJ and really clearly establish who wrote what. Chat I room. I want to hear how many people of you would wear a Fuck Dungeon of Doom T-shirt. I would. I would wear it. So yeah, who cares I if anybody would. else wears it? I was originally an EV Dub guy, and I still EV love EV Dub. But then I realized how awesome Roach's writing was on Lucha Underground. So then I was a Chris Roach guy. But now that <laughs> found out that he didn't write the dungeon stuff, is that enough to sway me to be a DJ guy? I mean, that was always J Man's title, right? Yeah, yeah you I know. Requested it. I I I assume that anything good on the show uh, was stolen, and he's not on the show anymore. Well, it might. I mean, you'll have to watch season four and see. Maybe I'd maybe say, the tone no, of season four no, won't hold no, up without Stolman. It's no yeah. coincidence that I stopped going to the tapings at the same time that Eric Stolman did. I ran into our favorite camera operator, Brandon, by the way, at Contender. You ran into Brandon? Yes, I did. Oh, that awesome. I sat in his section for the taping, of course. So did he get like 10 million reaction shots of you? Yeah, he banked, he banked <laughs> a few before the show, and then I realized I was wearing my sunglasses in all of them like a D-bag. Oh, Great. I was wearing my sunglasses oh, inside. Bad dude, representations dude, in the show. Justin. And you don't look like a blind guy to me. Oh, no. yeah. No, and they're, 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 but see, they're like the light tinted, light brown, like cool guy ones too. So it was even worse. It Dude, looks I'm like I'm it. totally being a poser, but I didn't even realize because the lighting in there is so bright. It's not like LU at all. Like the lighting in there was so bright. I did not even realize when I walked inside from outside where it was still bright outside. I, I sat down and Jim was right next to me. Jim could have done a, a brother a favor and been like, bro, you look like a moron with your glasses on. Take your sunglasses off. Stop being he cool. He sandbagged you on purpose. Oh, I you look like that, a D-bag. the guy that cosplays as wrestlers in public? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at I least kid. he's good at it. <laughs> I kid because he's really good at it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not a day goes by since I've seen those pictures that I don't try to think who I would who I would dress as. I mean, I would assume it was the Undertaker. He already had someone else doing that though. Like most of the guys picked someone that was pretty good. I mean, I feel like I'd almost have to do Stone Cold because my impression is so great. But I don't know, guys. Who? Okay, so if you had to cosplay as a wrestler, who would it be? Not Snow White. Not Snow White. Snow White. Hmm. I want just incredible. Meef didn't give us the best answer, so he's going to be Sable with the handprints. Yeah, I mean, clearly, if I was going to do it, I'd have to be Mark Merrow, right? Exactly. But as Johnny B. Bad. Oh, of course. Oh, (laughs) that's a good gimmick, though. (laughs) I mean, I'm just trying to keep. I want it to be a good one, like like Jim as Shinsuke Nakamura was so perfect. Who knew? I mean, I thought Jim was Mexican. Yeah. yeah, but you know, Shinsuke who knew he was- could pull off Asian? That's so amazing that Jim could actually pull off Asian. <laughs> Wait, I thought he was Asian. Ugh. Byron, you didn't give us an answer to your Chris Benoit costume. What? His last no, name's Velasco, was- isn't that Latino? Dude, one of the greatest, one of the greatest wrestling trainers of all time in Mexico, Diablo Velasco. Come on, man. 
He's probably right. So Jim is clearly Latino, right? Yeah, his dad trained some of the best luchadors of all time. Right. So why is Byron asking me if Jim is Asian? I don't know. I don't know, Byron. You didn't answer our question. Oh, I would be I would be Kevin Sullivan, like Sullivan, my son. Yes, father. Oh God, yes. The Abuda Dean. We have climbed to the top. Wait, 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 Byron. You didn't tell me you got the MMM show account blocked by Titus. Did I? (laughs) (laughs) On Instagram. Was that the one that you got? I just put my screenshot on. Oh, you put, you put, I was going to say, how do you? I got us banned from Red (laughs) again. What I did was I did that and I, I hear myself and, uh, and then I took the Instagram link to that, and then I posted that on my Twitter, and I wrote, I'm fine with this. Like, I'm fine with being blocked by Titus, and I thought that was cool. It turns out I used a different Instagram link, and it was to a certain Miss Perez's picture. <laughs> and I wrote, I'm fine with this. <laughs> You're fine with all of it. Yeah, okay, listen. It. Speaking of getting banned, um, we are now not banned from Reddit. And you know what? Tito Velli wanted us to give him credit for that. And I refused because he didn't oh, fucking no. do the part where I said for people to say if they were going to complain to say Casey thinks it's bullshit that we're complaining. <laughs> <laughs> I give Tito Velli plenty of credit for it. Thank you for putting up that post, shedding some light on it. Apparently enough users of that subreddit, um, posted or told the moderators they did not think that we deserve to be banned and honestly we didn't i guess it it looks like the issue may have been uh an issue of self-promotion but at the same time what are we self-promoting we're self-promoting exactly what everyone else is talking about on that forum which is talking about lucha underground it's the same as posting a link to something else (laughs) about lucha underground honestly uh on a completely unrelated note i have yet to meet a bret hart fan that's not a complete piece of shit just saying I like Bret Hart. I like Bret Hart. Well, like I was you're saying. just ruining my point, Byron. <laughs> well, uh, you haven't elevated yourself. You just made me look like a piece of crap. You, you told me you only liked when Bret Hart loses. Well, yes. Happy to be back. Um, no, I'm not. Because you know what? Fuck it. I don't post. And that. I like everyone. And I know we said some things about the Lucha Underground subreddit. But I just said those things because I know, I know, Justin, you look super nice. cool. No, it's, but I mean, I did you that inside. Cool. I did that same look inside. Was that, like that was a mistake, right? Like, oh, oh, shit, Justin. Maybe, maybe this Justin. guy's one of the fighters. Watch the show and find Fuck out. It. Justin gets to be Savio Vega. Yes. There we go. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. Yes. I want him to only be Savio Vega doing a shoot interview. Thramash. Oh. Challenge you, Stramash. <laughs> I've got nothing else. Dude, uh, I got to say, though, I've been watching a lot of Savio Vega and Wing as TNT, and he's the fucking shit, dude. Like, he was great in WWE, and I think he was one of the most underrated superstars of all time, even as Quang. But, because uh, he does cool kicks, dude. He's got an awesome fucking spinning wheel kick. He's got an awesome fucking Enzigiri. He's got an awesome super kick, way better than Shawn Michaels, that they didn't let him do that much. 
And Ooh. dude, he he's he's a Puerto Rican ninja. I'm sorry, oh. Meef. He's a Puerto Rican hero. And uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's why we thought you got banned from the show when you left for a little bit because we said ninja too many times, uh, and we were now a video nasty. Uh, but yeah, Savio Vega, look him up, Wing TNT, because when I start my promotion, Wang, he's probably going to be the Intercontinental Champion. I, I'm, I'm. It sounds like I'm going to have a lot of champions. I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys? Yeah. Think? I think I think four belts is good for any promotion. Because we, uh, we need like the the fucking ten man titles, so all five of the MMM show hosts can be champions. I, uh, I think you might just want me as a manager. I'm not very good at holding a belt. We won't tag you in. It's fine. Uh, yeah, but if I still win, then I still get a belt, and I don't know if that's a look that you want. Hold no, on, it's funny because uh, DDT came up with ten man championships, and they realized how hard it is to have ten man tag teams wrestle on a regular basis on the indie level so they said yeah this is a 10-man championship but to defend the belt only two people on the team have to actually be champions you can just replace everyone else if you want it's pretty funny <laughs> so ridiculous <laughs> byron do you have anything else you want to say never mind i don't care okay so you have anything else you want to say oh uh, listen to UFC <laughs> last week and it was really good um this one guy was beating the He's fuck out of the me. other guy and um and then he got roundhouse kicked in the face and he went all jello legged and started dancing. It was awesome. Also, uh, the big pretty Willie Mack put on a great fight, but it makes me think like watching his fight, it's like, you just got to win the first two rounds. And then like he was gassed, but he already had the fight run one and he didn't have to like do anything in the last round, except like not fall down. You know what I mean? So that was a good show. <laughs> um, I want to say that I want uh, Byron to do the UFC reviews all the time now. I have to promote. I have to promote read more horror <laughs> comics podcast because we just put up the Blind Dead episode where you don't have to read shit. We just watched the movie Tombs of the Blind Dead, and uh, some of my podcast co-hosts really shit on that movie, so it's pretty funny. And then the next episode that I'm going to be posting this weekend, sometime. Uh, by that I mean Friday, probably. Uh, cause we're still on the weekend and I completely forgot because I'm doing my teaching program and I have no concept of time. Um, that's time is a construct. Report. time is a construct, a false construct by sad yes. little men. But the next read more horror comics podcast that's going up is going to have my monster Palooza report in it where Kevin and I talk about our time at monster Palooza. That is not Kevin Cross because we do not call him Kevin. We call him Killer Cross. Thank you. Or as we call him, hashtag Emperor Cross. Thank you. Mad Magazine is on newsstands now. It's taking the wrestling world by storm. What? Yeah. <laughs> Haven't you seen all this <laughs> mad stuff on TV? Haven't you seen Juventud Guerrero running around saying, what me worry? And shit like that. <laughs> Why is there a naked mad. black man in Meef's home? Why isn't there a naked black man in your home, you racist? You don't know that. Yeah. I accept that everybody. Yeah. How long have you had that thing and you still haven't even put like a jacket on him? Hey, Meef Club is for everyone. Oh, oh I feel very queasy. Is, is that a Justin statue? And you don't want the Justins to make eye contact during the podcast, Meef? I am mulatto. I am not black. Well, he's British. What does he know? Yeah, oh, that's true. They think oh, Meghan Markle's black. Do a British person. Or they think she's white, but they certainly don't think she's both. 
Man, oh, Justin, to, to a British person, you're practically Wesley Snipes right now, is what you're saying. Yeah. Always bet on black. Yeah, it's like That's a good catchphrase. Oh, wait. Ice tea. That was like, oh, dude, Ice tea. You do look like Ice tea. I, I get Tom Morello a lot, too. <laughs> What's your favorite person to be compared to, though? Because yeah. I would. Who do you like being compared to more? Well, I, when I was younger, I would get Zach De La Rocha a lot, actually, because I had the same weird kind of half dreadlocks that weren't really dreads. Dude, you um, gotta bring that back. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, dude, bring back the fucking high top fade. Uh, yeah. I've done that before, too. I've seen the pictures. Though I don't yeah. really get compared to Kid very much because his face is grizzled. Oh, oh yo, Kid rough, dude. He oh. hasn't aged that well. I've seen him in person. Yeah, he kind of looks like Black Uncle Fester now. He's like, he's just happy to be there. <laughs> no, um, no one has ever given me a favorable celeb one. Um, I, I don't know. YYH Hiekun Dark said I look like fucking Freddy Krueger once. Ouch. That nice. that, yeah, like, hey, didn't you notice you guys kind of look alike? And I'm like, oh, fuck. It's brutal. Uh, My nickname literally comes from the fact that with long hair, I look like meatloaf. Let's see. I think you need to bring the long hair back. <laughs> but as a mohawk. And then, oh, yeah. then you could be like well, we all know who Byron looks like. Rotten. That would be awesome. Meefy Rotten. <laughs> I mean, then, Byron's the most obvious one. He looks like Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh. Yeah. Is that oh, a yeah. is, is that still is like that a, a racial character? Joke? I haven't been watching later seasons. He's still okay, right? Because they keep killing people on South Park. Oh, man, I haven't watched South Park in four seasons now. Yeah, I'm about there too. So I played I the game. It kind of sucked. Are, are you playing that, Justin? The fractured butthole? No, I'm. Uh, I have things like this lying around my house. <laughs> I don't know. What are why. you? Some act, kind of terrorist? Act. Act lives, Matt. Act lives. What's an act? Did life? you guys? This isn't political, but did you guys uh, see the video where Trump got a, like his rally full of people to boo the mention of Hispanic people? Yeah, that's, that's awesome. awesome. He's like, there aren't any Hispanic people in here, are there? And everyone goes, boo. Jesus. My, see, it's so hard for me to dislike him because I like heels so much, and he's so good at just saying random dumb heel stuff. Put Honestly, him on TV, just that don't put him in charge of real things. Like put him back on the apprentice room. But see, that's the problem. I thing. keep forgetting that he's in charge of real things. That's why I'm I just I love you know, I love the whole heel gimmick that he's got going. I might vote for him if he was if he makes it to re-election just because I like heel gimmicks. Is that wrong to be a black man who supports Trump? Does that make me too Kanye? You know what, Byron? And Justin, <laughs> you know, my Byron. favorite thing about Kanye's rant was I'm that his wife now. went on Twitter and had to tell you people what, to Justin? stop, like, stop saying he's insane. Like, your problem, Justin, mental health—that's a serious thing. Don't call it a heel gimmick when the guy's really a heel, Justin. That's why we like heel wrestlers because they're all really cool dudes in real life. I don't think I, Trump is. I Are we still on the point. air? Yes. Are we? Yeah, I've been trying to sign off for like stay four minutes now. Hey, man, that's not you your job. All you got to do is say, "Be cool and stay in the mix." I bitch. signed off. I clicked the button. Jesus Christ, Meef, you want to try this? Stay, stay cool and be in the mix, Meef. Let's see if Meef gets it right. 
No, they don't do Cool Ranch. They do American flavor over there. Meef, Meef, if you're walking up a hill and you feel something spill, stay in the mix. Diarrhea. What do you got for me, Meef? Go ahead. Give it a shot. You might as well. When you're you're making the podcast and it dribbles out your ass, diarrhea. Diarrhea. They can't remember either. Go ahead, Meef. What do you got? Stay calm and stay in the mix, please.